Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. You paused like you thought I was going to jump in. I just did it because I was like, let's let him do it. No, that's not what I'm about. Well, I'm about sharing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm about communication. Right. Um, All right. How's it going? Uh, It's okay. How's Cub? Cub is better. He has a degenerative liver disease. Wait, so they gave him a, a diagnosis? Yes. I didn't well, know that. Not, it's not complete. It's not a complete diagnosis. I'm still waiting on some metal, some results of some liver biopsy having to do with the metal contents in his liver. So is Cub an alcoholic? Is that how he got the? No, I don't know. It's like a disease that only occurs in dogs. So there's not a lot of research based on it. My vet explained to me that like if diseases occur in humans and dogs. There's way more research. If it only occurs in dogs, there's not a lot of people wanting to fund the research. Clamoring for it. Yeah, exactly. So he has a liver disease that, according to my doctor, won't is, isn't going to shorten his life by that much, and he's going to be on like some supplements and change his diet. Wow. And all that information costs just over $5,500. Wow. At least it stopped. Surgery. Yeah, it did stop. Because you were thinking it was going to get up to like 10 grand. I thought, I thought it felt like 10. If, yeah. I thought he was going to tell me something that would then cost me, like he was going to need a surgery that would be like three or four grand. Kevin was Googling how to sell a kidney mm-hmm. last week. Bone marrow. And now he's drinking fucking coconut water that he swore off two months ago. I swore, you swore off coconut water? You said you hated it. Oh, I hate the kind with pulp. No, you said you hate all of it because you don't know the difference and it's all the same. Yeah, but someone told me this one and that canned <laughs> one that you like. Yeah, that stuff's good. Yeah. C2O. Well, also, I never understood the cost differential. That made that's what really bothered me. Right. But yeah, some is a dollar twenty nine, and another yeah, one's like, like three eighty nine. Yeah. yeah, they're next to each other. They both say pure coconut water. One's eleven dollars, and the other one's ninety nine cents. And you're like, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We have uh, we have a new shirt. We do. Yeah, there's no better way to. to we have get a into hot, that. we have a new we have a new product, guys. Yeah, it's um, our second, third, technically, sort of. Product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, our, it's our second on. shirt. Um, we will have an image of it up with this podcast tweet uh-huh. that you can look at, and then you can can you go to nickyusef.com and pre-order it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because we have to know when they're when we're even going to get them, and because we don't want to be like, yeah, pre-order it, and then it takes three and a half weeks. True. Because people tend to not have any patience <laughs> when it comes to that kind of thing. They'll order something and be like, it's been forty-eight hours. Where's all? I my will shit. say people were pretty patient with our last shirt. Yeah, well, it didn't take long for it to get there. Sometimes it did. Well, there were a couple people. <laughs> yeah, a couple of people were like, "Hey, it's been four and a half weeks," or but they still waited a full month, which I was yeah. shocked by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once we have like firm dates, but we're gonna at least put up the image so you guys can see it and yeah. drool over It'll it. It'll be on my Instagram and my Twitter. Likewise, I used to do deliveries once a month for shirts, and then some people were like super stoked, like I just ordered it yesterday. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and other people were like, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No um, longer the same size. <laughs> that voice you're hearing is our guest today. We haven't had a guest in a while. We haven't. Yeah. We're, What's up with your new shirt? When do I get mine? Soon. It's coming out soon. Have you seen it? Has he sent you a sample? No, not yet. Okay, not I'm yet. curious. Yeah. So is it a new tour shirt? Let's just not say who he is and let people figure it out. <laughs> sure, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's no. a new tour shirt. It's the end of the road tour because I'm going off the road at the end of this one. So for how long? Like forever? At least a year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So what's the what's that decision? What's Wait. that decision? Yeah, what, why is... Based on I feel like I've mined almost everything from my life for, uh, for jokes and I'm, I haven't like re-put anything back into the life. Okay. You can't really make. I learned this open mic. You can't make jokes about doing comedy. 
Nobody relates to it. Yeah. So then it becomes like a lot of this hour is about travel. Right, right. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, and then it yeah. becomes like uh, my last hour, I'll bunch of chunk of the TSA, and it's like, how about relationships or like? That's what I'm going to focus on this time. Yeah, or finding something to to eat. I like I like uh, when, when uh, the idea of someone like pick, picking a subject. Yeah, and doing it almost like a That's not what like Colin a, Quinn's doing now, not like a play, but like a, a like one a, man show. Colin Quinn did History of the World, then he does a Constitution Hour. Mm-hmm. So my hour after this, one, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do one just about Judaism. Gross. Yeah, um, just about like your experiences with it and how you really you're... just breaking down all the stories that I heard when I was little. That now as I'm older, I'm like, that's what a crock of shit that is. <laughs> right, right. Like I'm like I can see it as a realistic. I've, I've separated myself for twenty plus years. Ricky Gervais did that with his specials. They were like one was like animals, one was religion, oh, really? one yeah, and they were that that was the entire concept. And then he like. And they're pretty interesting. They weren't like you know. I like to have a through line of what something's about in general, but not yeah. Like, not like every bit has to be about that specific thing, like like directly. Mostly yeah. just like growing up could be about, you know. That's what helped me when I was like figuring out how I was like, how am I, what am I going to get another 20 or 30 minutes out of? Yeah. And then I was like, what are like, what are themes I want to talk about that Bert. could s- string all that stuff yeah. together? And then when I realized, I was like, I keep talking about this and this. And then like a theme became apparent. And then I could all of a sudden start writing like more about it, and it kind of just like it becomes just more cohesive. I think on its what's own. Just what's on your mind all the time? Like what gets you angry when it comes up in conversation? If yeah. it's politics, if it's Donald Trump, then it's like sure, right, right. you're always talking about it. Write a bit about it. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's weird with topical stuff now, especially if you're going to like record an album or a special. Because like if you did election stuff, it'd be worthless. Yeah, by the no time, time it came yeah, it out, it would be done unless it was just unless again it was like a broader theme if it was about if it was politics just on tv in in like august yeah that that'd be good if you were famous enough to where you could like get a special shot edited and drop it like an under a month <laughs> you know like like kind of louis can do that he can like shoot a special you they know set it up three like cameras time zone it'll, it'll be it'll be done Save yeah time slot yeah yeah then it's then it's like topical enough, but still it's 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 that like the shelf life of that shit. Having a theme or a subject gives you a much longer shelf life. Like, oh, I I didn't know Ricky Gervais did a thing about animals. I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's pretty good too. Yeah, um, but they didn't get a lot of traction in the states for some reason. Nothing gets a lot of traction because they're anymore. not like traditional stand. He's not just like a traditional stand up. Those he- are the Edinburgh hours. What do you mean? All the hours at Edinburgh are about a thing. Oh, they really? try to be about a thing. If they're successful, if they're like really on point, they're, yeah. they're all about a thing. Because they're all like theater style one man show, sort like, of. Like one guy this year did did a did a hour about uh, the phone book. Uh-huh. He was like, "Oh, I got to do something." So he just did an entire hour about you know the, what the history of the phone book, and it wasn't the best in the world, but it was like that's that style. Another guy did a, a thing just about one road trip. Uh-huh. One hour about a road trip. Huh? Steve Crazy. Bougea. Yeah. He had a pickup. He had his. It starts it off with like, I've had this girl, not girlfriend, but this crush for forever. We met out once. He sets himself up as a nerd, and uh, and then he's like, um, I would do anything for her, but anyway, it didn't really work out. We kissed once in her car, and that was it. But I still pined for her. And then she got she got engaged to some guy, some fucking coward. Who's a who's a firefighter? Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he was like, she was like, well, I'm getting married. Do you mind giving my dad a ride? You're coming from the same. You're, you're staying in the same place. You know, area of, of England. He goes, yeah, okay, sure. Like anything for you. 
but then her his her dad was in prison for the last 18 years and this is the first time he's gotten out of prison and it was just the next 48 minutes was about this road trip with this guy who hadn't seen the outside wow since before cds before like whoa he would stop by he's like stop by this rest stop i love this one and it's now just a 7-eleven and it's like what the and he just i'm almost like crying about like Crazy. how things changed on him that's interesting yeah. how is that not some like a, that's like a perfect in ifc film mm-hmm. oh yeah Oh, I teared up during it, and I was like, it stood me up at the end of it, too. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you know? It was just great. It was great. But, like, so some hours, like, but that's like Edinburgh, the England. Yeah. Like, hours, they, they gear them like that, but they don't record specials. They just do it in Edinburgh, tour on it for a while while they write the next year's hour, and then, and then that's it. They don't record them. Some people now do them for, like, DVDs. Huh. So they're not lost it's forever. It's weird but, to not record them in any way yeah it's weird they say you know the english comics aren't as good as us but they're so much more prolific than us like yeah they do the new hour when they're four years in a comedy they're right, doing right. A new hour every year you know it's not it's good but it's like they're, they're doing it they're also just set up to, they're not like set up like american stand-up that whole like joke every 10 seconds they're more like like theater based they're well, like be, yeah, long there's more stories it's got basis in, in theater I think. yeah there's a different attention span there if yeah. you just look at the kind of humor they like on tv it's different but because of that thing of like we want to win awards at this festival mm-hmm. they all have these like moments of like the point is this everybody mm-hmm. we're all together in this world and it's like yeah. missing moments for jokes and saying this. the poignancy the the yeah. kind of the the, uh, the achilles heel of every comedian to be the need to be taken seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where it's like you can do that and also just have laughs the whole way. You can get your point across. Right. Yeah. So you've mined out your whole life pretty much. Now you're like... To a to a degree, it's like, you know, I hate kids. I've got half an hour on this special about kids. Yeah. You know, on my com- upcoming one. And it's like, that'll be done. I can't like shit on them anymore. Right. Yeah. You know? So now what? basically what you're going to do is get married have a bunch of kids or have a relationship go through a bad breakup you know get cheated on again where it's like, it hurts me and then yeah. i like have something to draw from you did a bit once right after you broke up with one of your girls way before joan somebody some fucking hipster queen <laughs> sure <laughs> but you were real hurt by it when you went on stage it was so fresh and raw it was like hell yeah, yeah. this is great who was that girl? Do you remember that girl? That was the first girl I ever fell in love with. That it's was not like you, it's me. 22, 23. After Brass or before Brass? It's after that. Wow. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that work. was like really good. It was like this yeah. from a place of like, oh, yeah, that detail. I wasn't going through a breakup when I heard you do it. Uh-huh. But I was like, I remember that. I remember that. Right. I remember these details. You could relate to me as someone who had broken up Yeah. through the like clear. Same thing when you listen to Beck's like, Sea Change. You're like, oh, yeah, it does feel like that. You yeah, know, exactly. Like that's everybody a good, knows you, and it's like, fuck, it's right. That's a good, uh, that's a good example for for music because I think that album actually came out around the same time. Oh, really? As yeah, as that breakup. Although I was fucked up about that chick for forever, <laughs> but like that album came out, I was like, this album is talking directly to me. How'd Beck ever, wrote this about my life. <laughs> I have how'd to you go ever get find over that him. girl? Um, I think I just started having a lot of sex with random girls. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> Nick Yusuf or Chris D'Elia are single, it's like to the L.A. Com- like not comedy, it's L.A. like female scene. It's just like, be careful, you guys. You guys be careful. Punished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about punishment. It's about. No, I know. I just yeah. mean like they're about to get some. Right. And a lot of them. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. fucking done. I don't want to do that anymore. Now you want a girlfriend now. I do. 
How long has it been since the last one? Two years, maybe. Two has it years? been that long? Something like that. Jeez, it doesn't feel that way. When did that blister well, no. help you win in basketball? Because you were still dating her then. The bli- when did the blister? When did my, that blister? Oh, you I had getting help, a bl- like, allow you to win? You got the blister when you Ari. were losing to me Ari. in basketball. I, when, when I was up ten seven, I was up ten seven. Ari. I had a blister that went. The, the well, Ari. I didn't get any blisters. I know you weren't wearing Chuck Taylor. I also didn't double over and almost pass out from a lack of oxygen. That's gamesmanship. The Three Chuck minutes the into the game. Ari, come home. on. I was up 10-7. You're still holding on? Yeah, and then I got myself together mentally, and I was like, oh, it's time to win. Yeah. And then wait, I a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't remember a point where he was winning. He was. Yeah, I was up 10-7. Yeah. Game point, Kevin. He With got, the ball. You don't remember that. And then I scored the next history, five points. Because history is not juice story. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember you. You're eh, wrong. Kevin. I wasn't paying attention there. Was no. there pizza? I got pizza. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pizza ordered for you? Well, no, no. I bought it around the corner. You know why? Because I wasn't. Oh, that mama's. That, I wasn't podcasting. Like... I wasn't talking. So I was like paying mm-hmm. attention, kind of. It also was taking a very long time. It took an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a game in basketball at yeah. 11. We should have four games in that time. Oh, I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> it, it took a while. <laughs> but then I won. Yeah, blister. <laughs> Fair and square. I remember you wanted to take a fucking bathroom break yeah. when, by the time I got to, we were like, no, it was, I had to win by two, right? So it was like Everyone 10. Win by two, yeah. It was like 10 9 or 10 10. And he's like, he's like, let's take a restroom break. I'm like, I have to score like one more basket and then it's over. So let's take a re-. I'm like, you can fucking wait. <laughs> Trying to come up with any partially how you won too. In my head. With the urine. Okay, and then you know what happened what? after the game was over? You never went to the bathroom. I peed my pants. <laughs> okay. The way I remember it, you broke out to like an early lead. Then Ari just got close, but then you still won. We well, got I close. Like two three pointers in a row. It was like seven six. I went, oh okay. Ba-ba, ba-ba. Yeah, and, and then, then I was like, was like wait, what? Okay, yeah. now that rings a little bit of loose. a bell. Yeah, I was like, okay, I gotta yeah. really, I gotta focus. <laughs> okay, that rings a bell a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I didn't let you score. All right, blister. And then for the rest of the game, yeah. blisters. I, I will say, blisters are awful. I mean, I couldn't walk afterwards. I was living yeah. like fuck. I get know. a blister on my thumb. Did when I wearing a pair of socks covered in my cum help you walk? Did that? Ew. No, it didn't matter. Either it didn't. way for walking. Oh, that didn't help. Okay. Yeah, it didn't, no, it didn't do it anything. Help the blister. It helped the blister. Yeah, you think that would actually kind of help? <laughs> yeah, rubbing it in there. Yeah, yeah. proteins. I ate since then. I was at a, I was at a, um, uh, Legion of Skanks podcast, Big J's podcast in New York, mm-hmm. and um, they open fan mail a lot. It's one of their big things. They love fan mail, mm-hmm. like uh, actual letters or yeah, like any any some son something. They'd be like, "Look mm-hmm. at this painting I made." And it's just a fucking piece of paper with like a stick figure, and they're so excited about anything yeah. they're getting. So it's like, yeah. And then somebody sent them some cookies, like yeah, and they open them up as a Ziploc bag. I fucking took one, and they're like, "Oh, don't." You shouldn't eat that. Yeah. I was oh. like, why? Like, well, we make a lot of jokes about coming on cookies. Oh, jeez. Podcast. And then the more we thought about, they were all like, "Yeah, are you definitely ate a cum cookie?" Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. The guy wrote in later. It's like, yeah, I came on him. I didn't think you guys would eat them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but he did he come on the batter? No, they were like pre-bought cookies. They took out of like a and then like he a, shot a load yeah, on. They were like this big, you know? Yeah. yeah. Did and you at least he, ask the guy like, "Hey, are you relatively clean?" Or nah, should I, I go didn't get any more to do with it? My brain. I was like, "What happened? Happened." Let's it was in the it mail for a long time. Most of what would have been in there would have died unless gross. he overnighted it. Even then, like oxygen kills a lot of it. viruses. No, they can live for days, days and days. <laughs> well, I mean, I ate it. Fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now you have an STD. 
Now I have an STD. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Let's blame it on a podcast. Right. Okay. Fine. You have consistent fucking without condoms. You have another STD. Are you oh, still? You are you still STD free? I've had genital warts and I had uh, no, but those you know, but those go away. Yeah, and I've had uh, chlamydia also goes away. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're good. Battle scars, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, huh. Battle scars. Yeah. I saw Stanhope do a bit once somewhere out here in this neighborhood perform somewhere uh-huh. and he was like if you don't have an std i mean you just you're not even living <laughs> you haven't gotten something there is a guy i went to high school with that I, I heard secondhand that he was bragging to people he had herpes like he was so stoked he's like that's how much i fuck that's Jeez. how what that's how much i fuck i got herpes it was like man you, know, you can get that from one fucking yeah you're so gross from just oh well, yeah i mean i that's guess how you much can. i fuck yeah yeah that's like the one of the last ones you want Herpes is the last one you want. Yeah. Well, HIV, you don't want that. Yeah, those are made up ones. I mean, made up no, they're not ones you what? actually could get. But HIV, you get like charity events and you, you know that stuff. Yeah, they no, don't have no gets HIV. That's straight. It just doesn't happen. It happened in the eighties like seven times, and then not <laughs> happened since then. In the eighties is actually when they used to believe I'll quote you that. Sam Kinison's joke, and it still holds true. Like no, you know, like, straight doesn't. people get straight people get AIDS. Name one. <laughs> A straight person with AIDS? Yeah. Yeah, they get it. Yeah. They get it from like, I mean. Yeah, wait, name one. One of the, I don't know anyone that Is it Magic, a straight person who got AIDS? Well, there's rumors. Okay, well. But every, that's the thing. Everyone immediately, forever, was started immediately attaching rumors to any straight person. Well, he must have done some gay shit. Also, for dudes to get it from women, it's 200 times more likely that a woman gets it from a dude. John Holmes. Yeah, because it's all, it's all the anal. Anal does it. Anal, yeah. But I mean, straight people have anal sex. What do you mean? Oh, fucking a girl's Yeah, butt. like if a girl had it and you were fucking a girl in the ass with no condom, it's only if you, bleed, you could get bleed it. bleed a bunch and yeah, it's, it's, them up. It's really hard to get. It's hard yeah. to get HIV. It's hard to get herpes. It's hard to get all that stuff. I mean, there's some that are easier. Like herpes is super easy. If they have an outbreak, you fuck, HPV, you're HPV, pretty easy to get. HPV, HPV is, is yeah. yeah. But yeah, herpes has got to be the right time, right place. Right, it's wrong time, wrong, <laughs> wrong place. Time. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to get it, if you're like your friend, it's like too much of fuck, dude. Then it's right time, right place for this that. This guy, guy also got his la- own last name tattooed on his back in old English, so he wasn't like the coolest guy. All right, Jesus. Now oh, he's a grip, name. and I see him on sets sometimes. I hate it. Oh, it's the worst when you have to see them and you don't want to. Not even that you hate them; you just don't care for them. Yeah, you're like I. We don't. We didn't need to be in each other's lives. These guys at the stand that come in and there was like, hey, they go out of the way to be nice, but it's like. I can't tell them, but it's like, look, I've already decided I hate you. <laughs> so this is just exacerbating the situation. Yeah. Well, you hate them or you just don't care to get to know them I don't them like more. them. I don't like the people. Two guys. And I'm like, I dislike you. Yeah. And your continued, like, trying to be friendly is making me hate, dislike you more. Well, it's like they don't understand social cues. Right. And so then it's like, ugh. Like, my complete disinterest in you has not, you don't, you're not reading it. Yeah, you're not reading. So that means I'm going to have another reason not like you because you're not, get, like, <sighs> ease it in. Do something like, this guy didn't like me. Okay, I'm not, I'm not just going to bother him. I'll wait till I'm slowly around and be quiet when I'm in his presence and let him get used to me. I can tell, like, uh, d- yesterday my girl was like, is Louie nice? And I was like, I don't know. I've never really tried to talk to him. He's nice. And she was like, well, you opened for him that one time. I was like, yeah, but like, I didn't. We weren't talking while you were on stage. Well, and like, I didn't. I said, hello. I was like, he doesn't. I really don't think he's super interested in meeting uh, me right now. Right, right, right. And if but, he was, he'd probably talk to me. Especially when everyone's. This is what uh, Neil said once about rock, where I was like, what's the problem? We can't just talk to comics. 
And he goes, because none of you guys look at him like just an equal. Yeah. You'll look up to him. It's so fucking annoying after a while. Yeah. One time Rock it. talked to me. I was standing the back of the store and I and I was talking. I think it was Ellis and that movie Sideways. That I was like, I want to see that movie Sideways. Is it good? Like I asked Ellis and Rock was like, it's excellent. Just like, oh, he's yeah. like, it's so good. See, oh, it. you talk now. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. thank you, Chris Rock. I will see Sideways. Yeah, you got to talk to those people about anything else besides themselves or, or what thing. they do. Yeah, exactly. I try to. Fucking Knicks, man. They're terrible now. Something. Right. It must be hard into. when your attention is a commodity. Yeah. When people... Taylor said... Uh, Matt Taylor um, uh, was running that some bringer show with the Ha Ha. Yeah. And uh, his uncle was there. You know, Matt David and Matt's yeah. uncle? Yeah, yeah. And the photographer. Yeah. yeah. So Matt just randomly said... Somebody's like, who is that guy? And he goes, oh, it's an agent. At William Morris or manager at William Morris, whichever one they are. Which one are they? Agent. Agent at William Agent. Morris. And and the uncle didn't know Matt had said that. And he goes later, he goes, Why was everyone coming up to me and trying to start conversation with me? Because all these people were like, Oh, you watching baseball? I like baseball. Yeah. yeah. What's your team? And it's like That's it was just great. so odd. Yeah. He didn't know why. He That's was like awesome. Everyone's being so weirdly friendly. Yeah. That's so and funny. that's what they face all the time. All the when time. They're needed. Yeah, your attention is a commodity. And people don't even know if it that it's sincere. Yeah, and then you can go one of two ways. Either go, this is fucking bullshit. I can't be here right now. I can't talk to them. The way Rock seems to, like, let me hang by myself yeah. until I see somebody I knew a long time ago. Yeah. Like when Eleanor's around, he's like, hey, Eleanor, how are you? Yeah. He knew her probably coming up or something. Yeah. But like, or you just start to believe everyone's nice to you. Yeah. You be like, I love it, which is what you get. A lot of talent bookers have that. They love the kiss up. Yeah. Right. You know, that's part of it. I know I'm a party. I don't, I'm not going to face the reason why I'm a party. But Yeah, if you don't want to, like, hang out. Like, if like I will, like, bounce after. Like, when I do the odd show where I get booked from someone else, I don't really hang out. Like, they're like, right, where are you going? I'm like, I told all my stand-up jokes, so I'm going to go home. Yeah, Egot never says, like, you didn't say bye? Yeah. He's no. just like, where are you going? But like, yeah, we're going to go get beers afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm not going to really do that. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like, are you not going to book me because I'm not friendly? They definitely don't, and not because it's. But that to me, I, that I don't, I don't consider that necessarily like unfair. I it's think just it's like, shitty, but that's the reality. It's like well, it's you like, book people who you're around and you like. Yeah, and if you yeah. consider like people of a similar level, uh-huh. you're the people you like are going to come to mind more often. Yeah. I mean, there's like a, a right, a good way to say bye and get out of there early. Yeah, where you leave and they don't go like I just took off. They go, oh, it's good to see him. Yeah, and then, I, you know, bu- and then they'll book you again. I, I try to be polite as I can, yeah, but you know, yeah. I don't know. The one time I saw it clearly, I was with your ex manager. I uh-huh. saw her in the front of the comedy store. I hadn't seen her in a while. Yeah, um, she's always pretty cool, you know. And uh, we just talked for a few minutes, whatever. And then, like a day or two later, I got called in for an audition that she was like, you know, heading up. And it was like, oh, that's not the reason I was pleasant to her, but like clearly, she's like, oh yeah, Ari. It's Let like advertising. It's thing. just about awareness. Wait, my ex-manager did that? Or maybe your current manager. Oh, no. Oh. You spoke punked? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my current one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And but it was yeah, like, that'll do it. like, oh, now if I would be a fake about it, I would definitely try to do this from now on. I should try to meet these people. Yeah, and yeah, Put yeah. them in my mind. Put yeah. me in their mind. Yeah. It's just interesting. But that's the way human like humans work. Do people yeah. Are people like that? Because now you have a TV show. Sometimes and, when I'm in the room and I see people going to a story, I wonder if they're doing it for my benefit or not. Right. If I'm on, if they're on stage and they like. Or if but no, even the like they're inter, interact. Say you're at a comedy club or wherever. Do you notice now? Because you spent 15 years just being treated like everyone else. 
But now it's like, oh, that they yeah. know you before you've gotten there. I noticed at the store, like younger comics will will revere me in a, in a, a way that's not comfortable for me. Yeah, they 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 look at me. But before the show, it's mostly just with like the Rogan success, and they come like when they already knew about him before they started. Right. So now it's like, oh, there's a guy. Well, you remember how when we started when we were doing like the unurban. Right. And see who's on premium blend and we're like whoa yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and that's a seven minute that's live at gotham or adam divine's house party yeah that's yeah. that's adam divine's health party pretty it was much, a little yeah. bit higher level because it was new back then mm-hmm. but like there weren't as many of them yeah and then it's like whoa but it's there's no whoa it's just like yep doing that doing the next thing yeah but yeah to them it's like that yeah, guy crossed like they all the line. look up at you as like someone who's really succeeding and they want the answers it's just i just don't i don't like it i like i'm gonna i'm an introvert and i just want to Stare at others, not be stared at myself. Yeah. Right. Ruining it. You successful is still weird to me. I don't feel successful. Well, you don't see, you're like, not, you know what it is? You don't see many different at all. Yeah. Why, right. so why is it weird to you? Because I'm don't just notice. not used to it. To, like, to not being a Well, failure. I may, maybe not like you necessarily, but other people's reaction to you. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, why are you guys? Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you're, you're no different at all as yeah. a person. But when it's weird to me is when someone, mentions you as someone do you, do you know Ari Shafir I'm like yeah I've known him for like 15 years and then I go oh yeah that's right he's got like a show now well, like so people you look and I was like oh yeah and it, then it's yeah. like it's okay, like that's still him? new to me I was like oh yeah that's do cool you know him because he went to high school with a friend of yours or <laughs> right, yeah. yeah that okay right, 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 right. No, so occasionally someone will ask me like oh I saw your your storyteller thing and they'll be like how'd you get that I'm like I I, I just I don't know I've known Ari for a really long time <laughs> yeah. they're like let's do it. what was the show I was like no he just he forced them <laughs> Force their hand. Yeah, He's like you should take this guy. But yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I guess that is a credit. <laughs> it, it just yeah. feels like a thing you were doing, and you're like, hey, come, and I'm like, okay, I'll be there. Like it felt like that. It felt very show, informal. Right? It just felt like a show. It's like no different than Nick having me on his new material show, except there were cameras. Yeah, like it's the exact same feeling to me. Yeah. I try to hide the cameras too, like deep in the darkness as best I can, so you can't really see them when you're on stage. I guess. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it just feels like a show. But yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's so, weird. So now you're going to go. I remember you told me that. You and Bobby were taking one of those those bikes in Portland like a long time ago. And uh-huh. like, you're comics? Do you know Ari Shafir? I listened to his podcast. Oh, yeah. We Bobby were... was like, oh, Ari's doing well? But that yeah. was like five years ago. Oh, yeah. This was a while back. Yeah, we were in a cab and we were t- the guy was like, what do you guys do? And we're like, oh, we're comedians. We just left Helium. And he's like, oh, I love comedy. He's like, I listen to podcasts all the time. Do you guys know Ari? Sh- that was the first one. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, yeah, I've known him forever. He's like, dude, I love his podcast. Weird. Yeah, and we were just like, that was one of our first views into like, oh, this podcast thing is a real way to get. The way you told me when Bobby, like afterwards, he was just like, huh. Yeah, Bobby <laughs> could not figure it out. Couldn't get his head right, Yeah. A lot of people couldn't do for a while because like, but you haven't done any of the things that it would take to get this level yeah. of like notoriety. So how is it being done? I'm like, yeah, there's a new thing. Like, I know that, but you haven't done any <laughs> yeah, of No, no, things. no, but like, so your Tonight Show, no, I don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people still think like, yeah, but the guy didn't find out about the podcast from your appearance on this TV. You're yeah. like, no, it's not like that anymore. It's not like But that. now you're sort of part of the machine. At least a little. Yeah, you're a corporate suit, dude. You're like a you're a part of the wheel, kind of. Yeah. That's what's I guess sort of weird. Yeah. Where people like go to me, it's like, how do I submit a thing for your I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like what's a showcase problem? Like we don't do showcases, we just do shows and if we like a story, we're like 
can you do that for us? Yeah. That's so funny. But that's what's weird is you're like, you're, you're a, producer. a producer. What was weird is I was like, producer, tell bro. me exactly how much you get paid. And you told me exactly how much. Like, okay. whereas no one would ever, no one ever does that. You're like, I get exactly this much for hosting. I get this much as a producer. And I get this much per thing. I was like, oh, great. Now I, now I know exactly how much money. I always thought we should tell each other. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Hiding it only benefits those people. Only well, benefits knowing, the other people. knowing exactly how the much. Side, you, the payers oh. rather than the payees. Right. Aren't you one of those now? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I'm on the side. It's like F is for family when he's like, I'm still on your guys' side, even though I have this corporate job now. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a comic, so I got to pay myself, right. too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not just the producer. Yeah. Do you get residuals? No. Ugh, really? No. Really? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, shouldn't. There's no residuals to be had. But they rerun them. Oh, it's cable. You know how that works. Still, it's something. Nah, it's just I get residuals from Masters of Sex for acting on it. When they rerun it? Yeah. I do not. What, like overseas showtime or things like that? No, or? just, okay, they can run it 10 times for free, and then after that, they have to pay me residuals. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, then that may On be, showtime. That may, that may be. That may be. Okay. They haven't run yeah. those shows 10 times yet. Uh, it takes like a year. Oh, okay. It uh, literally takes a calendar year. Yeah, there's wow. no way. They've run eight episodes. They wouldn't do it again for another like 30 weeks to yeah. run them all again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would Maybe take throw a while. one on. But like, uh, yeah, no, I maybe residuals. I don't know. But I think we do get to sell them in other countries, and then I make a lot of that money. Yeah, if we sell them to it, like Comedy Network in Canada, right? Or something like that. It's like a pack, like as a show. No, I mean like the the sh- the stuff we've already shot. Uh-huh. It's like I get a piece of like the international rights, right? To it. I wonder what countries would like them. Canada, Australia, for sure. Any Scandinavia. Eng- yeah, English-speaking European oh, yeah. You know what it was explained to me when I was in Scandinavia? The Scandinavian countries buy all their TV because they consider it stupid to spend their actual money producing television. Because they consider TV kind of dumb. Really? So they don't spend lots, like, really producing is. TV shows. That's why they, like, buy French comedies and ca- Canadian shit. They buy European stuff. Because they, they're like, ugh, And then they waste? spend their money on dumb things like education. And yeah. They're <laughs> fucking yeah. stupid. Like, I turned on Comedy <laughs> Central, and I want to say I was in Denmark. Yeah. It's and their comedy channel? Yeah. Yeah. It was Comedy Central, but it was, like, French. Yeah. And it was the dumbest. French Weird. comedy is all just like someone being surprised because and they didn't know they were going to be surprised and then a guy being like hello like that's oh. literally the whole premise of everything. It got weird. They just said oh. like regular stand up and Mike Ward, this, this French Canadian comic, he talks about the actual French comics and he's like they're all thieves. At some point they all just chose a comic and like all right you get all Chris Rock, you get all Seinfeld, what? you get all this and they just do their whole acts. Whoa! I yeah. got hired to the write big, for a big French ones, guy. The big guys that you've heard of are notorious like. Like nine out of ten words are stolen. Wait, this Mike Ward care. guy is the guy being sued. He's being sued. Yeah. Oh yeah. By a uh, human rights tribunal. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that guy personally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh, he hosted the nasty show that I was on two is years ago. Is he like a name year. in in Canada or? Is oh he yeah. Ju- okay. So first he didn't host. First he was just on my nasty show like three years ago, uh-huh. Montreal Comedy Festival. It's their biggest show, really. Well, yeah. the galas, but no, the galas are way bigger. I don't know how that works. Why they call that the biggest show then? Um, but, uh, he was on it. He learned English. He, he's tried to do English speaking comedy and learned like how to do his act in English for Whoa. that. Robbie put him on. And then three years later, he's like, I want you to host it. But when, when we, I was there doing it with him, me and big J, I think is that year and Jezelnik and then, uh, and Mike Ward and somebody was in the front going, Mike Ward's on this. And it was like, yeah, they were like with other people. 
And I was like, yeah, it's like a whole line. I was like, why would other people be on with Mike Ward? I don't understand. It's not just him? What? In French Canada, he's huge. He's huge. He's huge. He's like a real big name in Quebec. That's hilarious. Yeah. So now he's being sued for being making sued. fun of uh, handicap. The deal was people call it bullying, and once you say bullying, now it's like no one can defend it on the other side because it's like, like saying f- abuse. Abuse is another one that's very squishy, very vague. Yeah. And you're like, what does bullying mean? Does, are you bullying Kanye West if you do a Kanye bit? Yeah, yeah. The answer is yes. So then it's like bullying shouldn't have the connotation that it has. Well, no, I, I mean bullying would be someone who can't like who's beneath you can't defend himself. You can't bully Kanye West because he's richer and more powerful, and not you can't reach him. I guess so. Can you can you bully some asshole that fucked up like like Zimmerman? Um, because he's beneath you, George Zimmerman. Yeah, I, I mean, well. Yeah, no, because he did something bad. Like, people never think of bullying. If you bully someone who's potentially a criminal or on the wrong side of the law, that's never considered... Like right. a bullying so situation. But if Kanye like was up. just on the on yeah. Twitter one day and s- happened to see a guy's like series of multiple tweets shitting on him and uh-huh. took them to heart and got his feelings hurt, I feel That'd like he bullying. could be like, "That guy bullied me." Yeah, it's I a bit up to the reaction of the person. But I mean, as yeah, if, you, if you cry about it, then it becomes you bullying. can I'm, you can only ever view bullying though as like an outsider unless you're physically there to watch two people in real life do it. So like when you're Seeing that like a story online, and you go comedian attacks Kanye West, you're you're just gonna go well. Kanye's fucking never even gonna read. It. But if you see comedian makes fun of handicapped guy in audience, you're gonna go yeah. oh that poor handicapped guy. Like, well, what about that the guy? guy what about himself. the? And he wasn't in the audience. What about? I'll just tell you what the story was. But what about that lady who had like a semi stroke while she was doing the news? Remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. She was like, I'm tough for this. I had the same thing. What to make fun of her? We have she the cries same. about her it. and I have the same brain thing. Really? Oh, she has yeah. that dysphagia. So what if she cries? What if somebody did that? on a big special what uh-huh. if Louis did that on a big special he's way above her and she was like really hurt by it yeah, yeah. Can, can I mean you, I could see someone using that word that way like he, yeah. he bu- but I don't agree with it but I can yeah. see someone doing that where you're like to me just... bullying should be the intention should be to fuck with that person instead of like look I gotta do a bit yeah so sorry if you're here this well, guy was a make a wish kid and they're like he's gonna die soon everyone should donate money and Mike said he donated money and then eight years passed and I'm like wait the kid's still alive yeah <laughs> yeah He's like, this is bullshit. I want my $20 back. Right? right. And that kid's like, I have emotional damage from this. And it's like, well, you're, I don't know, man. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, you? I saw on uh, the Huffington Post yesterday. Yeah. Because everyone uh, at the moment is coming to defense of Kesha in that lawsuit she has against Sony. She said she was like assaulted by Dr. Dr. Luke. Luke. Uh-huh. And there was a thing. And he on, says, maybe it was, absolutely not. That's not true. Maybe it was on Slate. And Slate goes, remember how we all used to bully Kesha? It's like, well, at the time, was it bullying or are we just are you Making framing it that way somebody now? Somebody that, that thought was a, a second rate Lady Gaga. Right, because right, by yeah. your standard, she's huge and famous and it didn't affect her. But now because at this point, yeah, she's because ha- now there's new information and the angle's different. But at the time, I don't think they were referring to anything having to do with Dr. Luke. We just, just saw, in general. Like, we just yeah, always shit on Ke- I used to I made jokes about Kesha being drunk yeah. like right. on Twitter all the time. I probably made five of them. Right. Yeah. So, but now in the new context of her life being harder, which it is now, yeah. uh-huh. that has become bullying in the past tense. Yeah, I mean that's just a convenient way for them to use it. It doesn't. I mean, it's change. just a reason for Slate to write a fucking article. Oh yeah, absolutely. And now, well, what if yeah. Dr. Luke is is honest and he's like, Abs- "I did not do that. She is just saying this to get out of her contract. I I never had any even like we never even made out. Right. Whatever. He said. Yeah. So it's like she's just using this thing." 
can he be like, I'm being bullied by tons of people on, on the internet who is calling me rapist when I have not done that? Right. In theory. Then at that point, fuck bullying. It should be just shoving somebody over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it can just be shoving somebody over. It's that. If someone's behind you on your hands and no, knees it's not. and <laughs> someone else shoves no, you, yeah. that's just, what bullying is. It is not just pushing a human onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. There are lots of different ways. I think it's the intention to uh, to try to hurt the person. Well, like when you hear about kids in school that get like someone starts a rumor and, and ruins their life and the kid, that, that to me feels like legitimate. That's bullying. Bullying. Yeah. yeah. I think in the case of this comic... If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be on like the extreme left on this one, right? Yeah, you're kind of saying, dude, you're really fucking famous, and you know that. Yeah. So you know this bit is gonna be seen by a tremendous number of people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so you know this kid's gonna hear about it, and you knew take you knew that when you did the bit. So and you're a smart guy. You knew that. I don't know if he was aware that there was going to be a uh, a fucking tribunal. Yeah, or someone actually go to that kid and be like, hey, look at yeah. this bit. Right. But you had to know there was going to be some consequence. I guess. I don't think so. I mean, no, because that don't think he had most to comedians don't think that way when they're sitting down or when an idea comes. Oh, that's a funny joke. No what one goes, whoa, but what if you, but, What if everyone hears it and I get in trouble? When you have a new joke that's maybe about race or whatever. Or an ex-girlfriend. You kind right. of you can't yeah, worry about the ex-girlfriend. That's why no one names you. them. You do think in those terms. That's why no one uses their real name. Well, on a on a personal level, if you know someone, but if you're doing a bit about X person that you've never yeah, even met, but I think we all cater the bit to keep it. Especially, okay, maybe not necessarily about like a girlfriend or something, but yeah. if you're doing a joke about a particular touchy subject, you're like, eh, is this gonna is this gonna offend the audience? Maybe just in terms of how what kind of a laugh it's gonna get. Well, yeah, but, you can say you can say school shooting, or you can say Newtown. Yeah, but you it's think you. in terms right. of the effect, and I think he had to have thought in some to some degree of the effect the joke was going to have. Well, he just wasn't on. like, what if you do a joke about Newtown shooting? Yeah, uh, you, you know. So now thinking about it like that, you're like, well, one of those parents are going are probably going to see that bit. Yeah, yeah. So is it like, all right, I guess I won't do it. Or you just start to. Joke. I think you weigh you weigh the var- you weigh the variables. You go, okay. So oh, a parent from a parent's definitely going to see that bit. I remember there was a joke on Family Guy about that girl Elizabeth Smart that got kidnapped uh-huh. by the and they go and they had her. They go, it's so nice to have her back playing her harp. And the dad goes, yeah, but it, all her songs are about rape. Yeah, and I was like, Ugh. like I was like, man, she was like a legit innocent victim. Right. Like I was like, God, it made me. I kind of never watched Family Guy after that. I was like, that was fucking really? awful. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was a shitty joke. Like literally a defenseless person. She's also a teenager. Right. Family Guy's very popular with teenagers. There's no way mm-hmm. she's not going to see that joke. Yeah, but I mean, people need to know how to f- take a joke. And if you don't do, if you giant news story. Like okay, Monica, but I Monica think Lewinsky. us sitting here Monica saying, Lewinsky hey, the girl like, that got raped repeatedly by the two weird religious cult members mm-hmm. needs to learn how to take a joke is a little bit of a presumption on our parts. To no, me, I it's think like people need to. People do. Yeah. yeah. But I think there are instances where I, don't, I wouldn't fault so you, her for being like, okay. fuck that but, show. Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't fault her for being offended. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't fault her for like, fuck What this. if she wanted to do something about it? Well... Like what? I don't know. Well, okay. If she well, if like it if, happened if in Canada, if it happened in Canada, and she could bring them yeah, to she a, could, she could do with this with this handicap. Yeah, and kid. would you yeah. fault her for that? It was it's her experience. It's her life experience. And I, someone I would just fault shit on. the government for allowing that to proceed. Yeah. That far. Okay, but the, it is a law that exists. It's like a ta- it's like a, a tax Only loophole. In Quebec too, not in rest of Canada. To me, it's like a tax loophole. If you can take advantage of it, why wouldn't you? Oh. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't blame the kid. I blame the government. Well, I mean, but what, what if it was the... But people make those arguments about laws on the other side. We're like, well, this is illegal. Like when gay marriage was illegal. People yeah. are like, well, that's the law. So you got to abide by it. Look, I'm yeah, fine yeah. with changing the law. Until if they change the law, change the law. But in the meantime, I don't think... Yeah, no one's I don't, saying it's like it's 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 against the law. If the comedian has the same amount of freedom to tell the joke, the person who's offended has just as much freedom as how much they are allowed to be offended. Yeah, but and t- but minus taking legal action because if legal then, action is available, then why wouldn't they? Because then it's not, you don't have. Well, the I freedom. think that's the biggest problem that this is coming to this point. Well, that's most people's problem. We're like, oh no, no, you shouldn't be able to be sued for this. Yeah, because be then it's not. You then you don't have the freedom. And ask for everybody to boycott you. It's like, uh, sure, go ahead, I guess, but like. Yeah, but you're but you're defending Doctor Luke in the sense that if 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 it's not true, if he did not assault Kesha in any way, shape, or form, yeah, and she's saying he did, though her saying that is going to affect his career really, really hard. It's a little different because of that, because that's like some sort of like you're calling me a rapist when that's not true. To say like this kid was a Make a Wish kid. And he should have been dead by now, by all accounts. Okay, is true. Now, it, it, so you haven't revealed making that, that joke makes ch- it possible for people to call him a fraud. Call who a fraud? The no. kid that was out of his control, dying or not dying. Okay, well they're like, hey, well now someone's like, she should give the money back, and all no, of a sudden he he's like, he well, no, but Mike Ward wasn't saying this kid was faking it, or if he was, no, he wasn't, he wasn't it saying he was faking way. it. Yeah, I'm saying that you, you guys are kind of making the case that like, just because it's like verbal and didn't, affect, you're saying it's like not affecting these people's lives. And I think it you, there is a tangible effect. No, you think it, he won't not, be able to get a job because of that. The kid. I don't know. Maybe no it's way. not a tangible. It's a tangible effect on on the the most technical level. In that you heard it, it kind of oh, but then you're gonna get over it. It's like when someone no, talks but, about because, a podcast. The no, first be, time you heard it, it was like that's shitty. But then you're like whatever. No, but because it happens in the public forum, I think that's what makes it different. It happens. I think it's only if you're like spreading some sort of weird lie about it. About the person, or, or yeah, or if there's like slander, like, defamation yeah. of character, or whatever. But if you're making a joke and you don't know how to handle it, so you need to take as much, uh, take as like a big as reaction out as you possibly can. Like you're gonna like there's gonna be a press conference. I'm gonna sue Kirstie you. Alley suing Conan O'Brien because he was calling her chubby. He was calling her fat for like six months once. She did, or could you imagine if she did? Could you imagine if she? Did? Oh yeah, instead be... of just going online saying "fuck you, Conan." Right. Well, the notion with her is like you're famous. You let yourself get, like she exists in the public forum. Whereas I think they make this kid innocent. First of all, yeah, I don't think it was this kid's idea to do this lawsuit on any level. I don't. Oh, I don't think the kid is doing the lawsuit. I think it's a human rights tribunal doing it. The kid doesn't get the money. No, I think right. you go to the tribunal. You go, hey, I, I have a problem with this person, and then they hear the case. Oh really? Yeah, they don't decide on their own. That would be fascism. The problem is, this is NRA's problem with taking away like semi-automatic weapons. Like, where's the line? So if you say like this rape victim was like, "Fuck you, rapist," and like we shouldn't allow that. It's like, okay, sure. But now, what yeah. if we have Kanye West and going, "Hey, Kanye doesn't always just uh, the most dapper he can." Yeah, <laughs> like well, that should be allowed. Like, where's the line in the middle of those two things? Yeah, and I think it's so fluid that I prefer to be like, speech should be fine as long as it doesn't. Lie. Well, in the same way they protect hate speech. Yeah, hate speech should be protected too. But I, I mean, the, the the version of it, they they drew the line as the yelling fire in a crowded theater thing. Because it will lead to it will lead to harm. physical harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if that's it. Yeah. But now, phys- emotional harm has become physical harm because there's emotional damage in lawsuits all the time. That's the problem. Is emotional suffering has become like a tangible legal grounds for a lawsuit. Yeah. You get pain and emotional distress. 
It's not just fucking. You can you can sue like if you get if someone does something to you like you get assaulted. It's like I, he physically hurt me and then I I went into a deep depression and was it X Y Z yeah yeah. But it's I, th- all I mean become, I think that it's still freedom of speech though. I th- I still, this other group one is Human Rights Tribunal uh, and there was this hecklers who were asked to leave and they were like he just this comic was just picking on us. Uh, we weren't doing anything, and the guy was like, "They were making out like heavily in the front row, and other people were telling him to stop." Yeah, <laughs> I was making fun of them on the way out, and you know, it's the same thing—just drunk idiots leaving, yeah. going, "I'm not going to accept being thrown out of this place." And they they won. They said like his jokes weren't even funny, which shouldn't to me shouldn't matter whether or not they were funny. That's Get what that. it always comes down to too. It's yeah. not even funny. It's just it's just hatred. And it's like, according <laughs> to who? Yeah, that's yeah. the most subjective. Can part. you hear laughs in the audience? But right. also, even if you don't hear any, it's like, well, yeah, he just he did it bad. Yeah. yeah. But doesn't mean it should, should, or, should be or it was Or it was a new bit. It's like, hasn't gotten funny yet. Yeah, yeah, they always say that. When Louis does it, it's okay. And it's like, so you're saying unless you are at a Louis C.K. level, you are not allowed to try something. Yeah. You can't yeah. get to that level. Yeah, that becomes the problem ultimately with that sort of thing when people are like, I'm going to sue or I'm offended or I'm emotionally this. It's like, then... How much of it is the comic's responsibility to be like, well, who am I going to offend and I got to be careful? Because if you keep taking it down that line, eventually you can't make fun of anything ever again. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can't. And then can't. comedy's over. Yeah. And then it'll just be about <laughs> Well, you see that now, whereas you, you see... What if you make fun of beef and you hurt the beef industry? <laughs> the beef industry like, hey hey you're fucking with our income here the beef industry sued the shit out of Oprah when when two people died from a jack the box she's like I'm not eating meat anymore and they sued her immediately because beef, like beef went down like you know a few percentage uh-huh. points what did they sue her for though for like hurting the beef industry I wonder if they won I don't think they did but yeah what was that lawsuit like what was the actual yeah, suit I mean, it was basically anything, I think it was really. something like defamation right like they were like you don't you didn't have the facts to like Say that the beef was unsafe. Uh-huh. A small number of people that died in comparison to the whole. You affected our bottom line. Like they went out. She her. must have named them by like that specific place or something. Well, it happened at a Jack in the Box, I believe, at the time, and she just was like, "I'm not eating meat anymore." She just said meat. She got sued by like the meat lobby people. And by the way, Mike Ward can afford the eighty thousand crazily. Right. He's only going through this and paying all these legal costs. To make a point. To defend stand-up. This is his Larry Flint thing. He's like, if we don't get this, we yeah. will no longer be allowed to freely say what we want. Yeah. And people are like, good, you shouldn't be allowed to. You should think before you talk. And it's like... It's just... It's, 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 on, it's, it's the weakest link. The, whoever's the most offended, that's the line. Yeah. And yeah. that's not a way to live. And I, I choose not to think about it. It's it pretty... also, it's never, like, it's never in the audience someone getting upset. It's someone finding out lady who was not there. Yeah, getting mad about the out of context. Stuff. It's only one yeah. person, the heckler, who getting angry. The, the lady who got pissed at Schumer and wrote an article about it admitted she didn't watch the special. Didn't watch special, and it was a two-year-old special. Oh, so yeah. it's like yeah. right now you're getting mad about a two specials ago, right? Yeah. So it's like you're just, you're just looking for things to be angry about. It's just so funny how so it, fuck it, it, nothing. It keeps coming down on comedy too. It keeps coming down on comedy because we're the fucking le- lackeys. We're the nothings. Yeah, they can, they can fuck with us. Yeah. yeah, they can't fuck with big rappers. They can't fuck with big musicians because they need them. They have to kiss up to them. But they can come up to us because like we can change you. Because they don't look at us as artists. They look at us as entertainers. So like you're doing it wrong. You're not entertaining me right. And like one, I was never entertaining you anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. juggler. If you want fucking someone to run around, you shouldn't hire a juggler. Yeah. Second of all, no, I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to do my stuff that I think is awesome. Yeah. And if you're entertained by that, so be it. But that's not what I'm about. I'm not a fucking cruise ship comic filling time for you. It's also easier to go after the comic, too, because the comic, like, the, for a lot of 
a lot of cases when it comes to offensive stuff, the first part of your joke is an offensive statement. If oh, you're yeah. taking it out of context. And then they'll always interrupt you halfway through. Like, oh, hey. Like, would you – now you're yeah. making it offensive when I was going to turn it all around. Exactly, yeah. And you stopped me halfway. Yeah. yeah. And you you can't do that with a lot – there's no songs that start with like, here's what's okay about rape. And then, yeah. you you know, you turn – no songs do that. Yeah. They're all like meant to be like, yeah, fun, happy. Or they're like heartbreak, sad. Yeah. But comedy has a lot of that. So if you take a YouTube clip and go like, is this guy a misogynist? Is this guy a homophobe? You can always break it down. Oh, I yeah. I was on stage doing 9-11 jokes and – and then uh, someone's like, I, my brother was in 9-11. was like, yeah, well, then you're almost – you're never going to laugh at this. Yeah. You're almost never going to be able to laugh. And then you could always do like comic, you know, mocks 9-11 victims. Right. It's like, right. all right. Now, how am I supposed to read this? Everyone has their own personal Attacks, issue. Attacks, mocks. Those words should not be in a headline of a journalistic article. Yeah. Right. You're not supposed to use adverbs in there. <laughs> They're all garbage, and they sway you so easily. Once yeah. you realize that, you can use it for your own gain, too. Yeah. You can sway people with a little headline. Look at these racist tweets. Wait, I thought you were supposed to say, look at these tweets and let me decide for myself. If they're racist, yeah. 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 I mean, I read even because the Oscars are, you know, whatever, coming up or they were. They were uh, uh, someone was, there was a headline. It's always Slate. Slate is Slate, a fucking yeah. clickbait bullshit. It's like, the Revenant's terrible. Here's why you're like, is it really terrible? It's terrible. The worst is movie of all time. Terrible. Oh, that's right. your title for your thing. The worst. Yeah. It's all this millennial shit. I'm dying. I'm so dying. Everything's the worst. Yeah. No pain has ever been felt yeah. this much. At, at this point, I've seen so many of these things that even when you like Tracy Morgan said I'd stab my son if he was gay, it's like he wasn't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> he was making a joke based on 30 other minutes he was doing today. Right. To this point, I've seen so many ones where I like the more I look at, it, I'm like, oh, hold on. That now when it comes up, I'm like, I'm just taking the comic side without even thinking about it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think there's I been know like... that's not the case. Yeah. You see anything on paper and it looks terrible. It reminds me of like when... when uh, what was the guy, the football player that would do all like... Had all the props when he would score a touchdown? Bob Nelson? No, 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 no. The receiver. Oh. Played for Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. And he was like, they were all over him, fucking all over the dude, just saying it was like the worst. And he was like, yeah. you guys, he goes, uh, we have um, legitimate rapists, drug abusers, and murderers in this league. And you guys are mad at me because I took out some gloves. <laughs> and everyone was like, you know, Chad Johnson, <laughs> you are very right. Yeah, they try to paint you into anything. Remember uh, the chick from, uh, the chick from uh, Ghost World? What's her name? Uh, me, uh, Mina what? Savari? No. no the other was... one? The other one. Oh. She's supposedly hot now, but I haven't saw her in Ghost World, so I can never see her as hot. The brunette with the big tits? Yeah, the one that's in X-Men or uh, uh, Avengers. She was in, a, she was in Avengers? Was the girl from Avengers? No, I don't remember that. Who's the one from Avengers? She's in every one. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Wait, don't know. She was in you know Ghost World? About? I think she was in Ghost World. Oh, uh, yeah, it's um the uh, Ryan Reynolds' ex-wife. Wait, which one is that? It's uh, Ryan. <laughs> She's an ingenue, they always call her. Yeah, She's she also was... Lost in Translation. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds' ex-wife. The main girl in Lost in Translation. She's so famous. I, ne- I never saw just Lost proof that we're old and out of touch. <laughs> what do you mean? She was, she was famous before we were old and out of touch. No, I never saw Lost Scarlett in Translation. Scarlett Johansson. Oh. That's why I'll never get She's Hot, because I'm like, she was oh, a homely girl. Anytime you get a homely girl, especially the girl from Party of Five, what's her name? 
And now she's supposedly super hot. Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. Nah. You were the ugly next door neighbor who couldn't get laid. You can't be hot anymore. <laughs> Mini Driver, First, sorry. Or Mini Driver's your, never grody, been attractive. You're grody forever. See, I thought Scarlett Johansson was hotter in Ghost World than she is now. Uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson's hot, dude. She's an ingenue. I mean, it's not quite uh, hot, but somehow I love her. attractive. I don't think that's what ingenue means. I think ingenue just means young and hot. It means just in some lights you're a B+. Plus. <laughs> in some lights anyway what about her what were we saying I don't know I don't know you were saying it yeah. <laughs> oh I know they tried to make her into supporting fucking killing Palestinians because she was a fucking spokesman for a, a soda company and like Israelis own that and she's like not these Israelis didn't mm-hmm. bomb right the fuck, it's just an Israeli company and people are like you support murdering Palestinian children and it's like you guys it, you do this so much that it loses its fucking it loses its, its pull and its power yeah. Yeah. when actually somebody does something to do something shitty. Well, I noticed like reading Twitter, liberals, uh, it's like they think they're going to beat Donald Trump by pointing out how much his campaign's like a like idiocracy or this is just like 1984. You're like, you realize that uh, none of the people who follow him give a fuck. Yeah. What you like, they like assume like a witty, a witty joke directed at him is going to like sway somebody. Like yeah, no they do not care they don't on care. any level. Yeah. Like come up with all like the sarcastic jokes you want. Yeah. It will have zero effect. They don't yeah. get the reference to begin with. Yeah. Let well, alone is I it going to make a difference in there. never see it, never see eye to eye. So like if you're like pro-monogamy or anti-monogamy or pro-religion, anti-religion, the insults I use as a Catholic won't sink into you. No. But I'm like, oh, what? You, you haven't even been to church this month. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I know, you're man. Like, yeah, man. And like, I don't. And they're like, yeah, look, you're empty life. And you're like, you haven't even gotten laid. And, and the book, I'll be like, yeah, I don't want to get laid. It'd be like a Scientologist being like, you're full of Thetans. I'd be like, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You just can't hit home. Yeah. So you, nobody you ever don't communicates agree. on the same level. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they like him for all the reasons you don't. Yeah. Like when he's talking about building a wall, get all the Muslims out, they're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. then you're going low, but his views are racist. That's my problem. And they're like, no, comics. it's not. They make is, sense. Is they jump off. They don't really say anything. They're just like, right? That's stupid. Yeah. And you're like, no, you haven't proven why. You haven't yeah. gotten through to anybody. And it's only stupid to like a per- one group of people. The other group's yeah. like, no, no, no. I want him to do yeah. that. I hope Trump wins. It no, will be don't. a fucking amazing situation if amazing. he does. Because I think we'll finally realize that the president doesn't matter. Yeah. It already is gone. It'll be the same exact shit as before with slight, slight differences. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it'll just or be... Or let's am- just bury it. Let's bury the whole fucking system and start over again. Then it'll just be American Idol from yeah. then on and out. Yeah, and move people move in and try to take over. <laughs> <laughs> Atheists? <laughs> speaking, of bl- speaking of blind support, Ari, where are you on Israel these days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I probably two years ago, I started seeing a lot more comparisons to apartheid there. Oh, really? Yeah, the problem is it's not as clear cut as that. Like when people, they, uh, it comes down to this, I'll tell you, where it's like, uh, they were like, how Israel is at road, uh, the roadblocks is stopping ambulances from getting through. They're yeah. having to check ambulances. And you're like, that's crazy. But then you find out that like, at first they weren't stopping ambulances. And then. The Palestinians were smuggling in arms and, and bombs. Yeah, in ambulances. And, and ambulances. And like, well, we have You're to like, stop They you flip now. over baby strollers. You're like, what? That's crazy. They uh, they didn't yeah. used to do that. And then they put bombs in. You're like, oh, fuck. So it's not as clear cut as like, just apartheid. It's like, they're out to kill. I mean, before the PLO was a thing, their 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 goal, before, the, I'm sorry, when the PLO started, it was before they had Jerusalem. Like, PLO still had Jerusalem. You know, it started like 10 years before that. And their goal was to drive Israel into the sea. That was, that was Arafat's quote. I want to drive all the Israelis into the sea. And then we took Jerusalem. And then the thing becomes like, we just want Jerusalem. It's like you started way before that. 
Yeah. It's not about that. It's about this hatred. It's a so mess. It's not that clear cut thing. Although that one thing you told me that you you were like the what was it? It was a female rabbi. She goes the you you were like I was listening to someone's like you know what the problem is? It would uh, the Israel Palestinian problem. You're like whenever I hear that I stop listening and Lydia goes men. Men? She goes, <laughs> men are the only ones making these decisions. She goes, none of these problems are are, are, are being put forth by women, the Jew-Palestinian problem. Oh, really? You do not remember. Jesus, Ari. No. You said this to me. The rabbi said that? A female rabbi <laughs> said that? When are you going to admit that maybe... I already tell you enough pot crushed my brain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, it doesn't that. mean you it can't regenerate itself. Yeah, six months. It's not permanent. Wait, a rabbi, a female rabbi you, told me that. Uh, maybe just a female <laughs> expert on the on the problem in the Middle East. Do you like, remember anyone telling you that? Yeah. That she she said, you know what the problem is with, with with Israel and Palestine, and you said out loud, you go, the minute someone says that, I tune it out. He says, yeah. men. This is only men are, are causing this problem. These are. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, well that's true. Except yeah. except when you think of a um, a woman who's on the Israeli like coin, Golda Meir. Right. So it's like not completely true. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, she's on a I'm only coin. saying this is the thing you actually said. said. Yeah. yeah. Whenever somebody says like, "Here's the problem," you're like it's not. There's no yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. There's like sixteen hundred problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said this too. Like, what if each side took part in this one one side then the other side like you know different realities if each side just one of them just one side said we're gonna lay our arms down and we're gonna stop fighting and whatever happens happens um imagine that from each side so if yeah. the jews said we're done fighting we're, we're, we're not fighting back and if the palestinians said we're done fighting we're not fighting back I mean, the jews would just get wiped out <laughs> the there's, there's so f- there's so much there's so few there's way less of them. Less Palestinians? No, less Jews. Less Jews, yeah. The birth rate's so much lower. Yeah, birth rate. That's a problem, too. Yeah. And also, the rest of the Arab world hates Palestinians. That's, they do? It's 67% of Jordan, and they get no rights. Yeah. Look, it's a mess. Yeah. It's hard to imagine it getting better. Yeah, I heard somebody say this, too, an old like prime minister. And he goes, uh, the problem is we view this as negotiations, like normal negotiations. If we take uh, a, a land from someone, if we took uh-huh. Texas, we had to like, all right, we'll give you this part of Texas back in order for peace. And you can have, you know, this part. The Jews, they're not arguing for, for land or for, for wealth. So if you're like, let's negotiate. And it's like, well, we want land. What do you want? Like, we want to kill you because our God said to. Yeah. Then it's like, <laughs> oh. How do you also, on that? I remember my dad said, he goes, the problem is at this point, every single person in that area has skin in the game. They all have a friend who's died. Yeah. Got killed. A, so a relative. You yeah. can't say to them like, hey, just let it go. They're like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. How dare you tell me to let my it go? My dad fought in the, uh, in the war to get the uh, uh, Suez Canal, mm-hmm. 67, I think. Yeah. And, um, and then they gave back the Suez Canal to Egypt. You know, they, they, they were attacked. They drove them back way past, you know, there. And then, uh, and my dad was like, what the fuck? My friends died for that. Yeah. We're going to give it back for a piece that's not going to last. You know, they're just saying that. But now looking back, it goes, it did last and it was worth it. Just to make peace with Egypt. It Ugh. was worth all those people dying and then getting back that land immediately. Land. Yeah. Land. Who can, I don't know. I don't it's all land. Was. It's all land. Fuck. This hasn't been the most funny podcast. By yeah. the way, my storyteller shows every Tuesday night at twelve thirty on Comedy Central. You can go to this is not happening playlist on YouTube to find sixty five or growing. I can't stories. tell if they used my type again. 
I couldn't tell. I was looking at the Henry Rollins type, and I couldn't tell if it was the same one. Yeah, they split them apart this time, like in the middle. But no, when he when like when that that comes up and it like turns, you know that thing oh, that, that they did. I couldn't tell if that was the hmm. type I did or not. I, no. I, w- I would w- I would kind of think maybe not. We had a font on the files called "This Is Not Happening" font, right? Unlike the uh, Comedy Central presents, that's yeah. still yours. Oh, okay. I'll How'd you break your foot? Skiing, Whistler. But what? I mean, what happened? I was uh, you ski at all? I've done it a few times. You know how you can go like into the woods a little bit, uh-huh. not completely. I forget what the term they call for like real wood skiing, where you're uh-huh. just skiing through the woods. But I mean, like a short jaunt and then right back up around yeah. four Isn't trees. It called, and back in. like a like off terrain or yeah, something. Yeah, cross like crossroad or yes, off road. Something like it's cross. It's cross cross it's country. Not, no, cross no. country is not. Or is cross country like that. that weird walking kind? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, walking it's, kind. yeah. Out anyway, of bounds. Out of bounds. Yeah, if you go out of bounds. Yeah. Okay. It was that. It wasn't out of bounds, but it was like into them a little yeah. bit, and then like you just sometimes a little jump in there, then you're right back, and then you hop back into the into the playing field. Right. Um, <laughs> Pretty sure it's not a playing field. Yeah, and there was like a double. You've used pop. like nine different sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. score a touchdown, and then you know you get a safety, and you're back on the regular snow. Yeah. But it gets uh, it gets real narrow in there because it's only a small little path. It's I mean, it's not like the regular slope where you can just go wide. So and also you're ducking sometimes for branches. It's pretty fun. I usually go through pretty slow, and there was a there was a decent sized jump, and and I hadn't seen it yet, and so I, I took it, and there was another jump right afterwards, and I kind of like had to bail out, but there's nowhere to bail, and I just fell. I didn't even think it was broken. It didn't even hurt that bad. I just when I stomped my foot back into the ski, it was like fuck. Oh fuck! I walked on it for five days. What? I walked around. Yeah, I was like, I didn't think it was broken. I was, was like, just... I can ski tomorrow. I'll I'll stop today. I'll put some ice on it, elevate it. I'll, I'll be able to ski tomorrow. Whoa! I was hoping, and then in the middle of the night, I was like, "There's no way." But you still walked on it for five days, like yeah. untreated, like didn't go to a Happened doctor. On a Tuesday, went to a doctor on Saturday. Holy shit! Did walking on it make it that much worse? Nah, it wasn't like shredded or anything. I mean, I mostly walked straight up and down. It was only hurt when somebody kicked it or something, or like, or when I. How many people were back. kicking your foot? Yeah, it was like, was like less than ten. Like this at a ball. He's like, well, I played a soccer back. game. Uh, okay. <laughs> somebody, yeah. <laughs> well, we had a foot kicking contest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a good old fashioned foot kicking contest. Right. <laughs> a little footy kicky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Five fucking days. Now it's broken, but there's no, you don't have a. You're just putting ice on it. No, I had this cast. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, I got a regular cast for a while. It was so frustrating. Fucking was hard. Walking around was hard. You couldn't put any pressure on it. And they're like, "Keep it dry." And I'm like, "I'm I'm about to go to New York, and it's in February." Yeah. Right. And the guy was like, oh, "Well, have fun, but keep it dry." And I'm like, "How am I supposed to do that?" You put a trash bag around trash or Trash bag. That's the fucking... You look like a homeless person. You look like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. Double so trash you can tell them, around. like, take the cast off, give me that other thing? Well, I went... So he, the guy goes in Canada. I think he was trying to teach his student how to put a cast on. And he's like, yeah. fuck the American. We'll just do that. Because <laughs> right. the guy asked, like, well, when should we do... Like, the student came and looked at me, gave his best guess what was wrong. The do- I hear the doctor going, hmm? And now what, is it, what are the x-rays show? The main, and so then he puts the cast on, and the guy was like... Showing him how to do it, which and he's like, no, what's why would you use this cast instead of another one? He goes, it's you know, it's discretion, but he wasn't like the way the bone's broken. So he goes, yes, definitely see an American doctor because we don't have the same styles. And I did, and I was like, here's the deal: I'll be honest with you about my pain level, about all of it, how it happened, all of it. But I'm telling you right now, my goal is to get a soft cast out of this. <laughs> so that's what I'm leaning for. I travel a lot. Oh, travel's so good, dude. The wheelchairs. Front of the cab line. No way. Front of the cab line. You sit in a fucking wheelchair for a broken oh, yeah. foot? They take you all the way through. What? Otherwise, you got to go in fucking these things. 
The crutches? Crutches standing in the fucking TSA line for forever. Oh, it's hilarious watching in New York, in Newark, the worst airport for TSA, by the way. Newark? I shit on TSA a lot, but some are better than others. Burbank TSA has never given me any problems. Uh-huh. The Newark airport is the worst I've ever been to. What happens there? They're entitled. They just fucking look at you like you're the enemy. They don't help. This lady's trying to get me through. He's got to go to his flight on a, on a wheelchair, and she goes... Well, hold on right now. I'm doing my paperwork. And then she does it extra slow. Of course. There's a specific type of lazy that I call black female lazy. That oh, is right. on another level. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay, let's Dude, call it black say... female airport lazy. Okay. Where it's like, still in, that's still, an still, even more specific I'll racism. Yeah. I'll stand by it. Where it's like, wow. No white people have ever been that lazy. Not that consistently. Airport. No. <laughs> I would wager they are. There's another level. Because you go to the airport. If you see an Indian behind the counter, they're fucking, what do you need? I'll get that right now, and okay. they go and get it and bring it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. You're gonna distance yourself from that statement. I will like. I'm like going to that. bookend this, and this is only a thought that you have, okay, and I will. I would like that. to distance myself from it forever. <laughs> um, watch it next time. You'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna edit out what Kevin said and add. So Kevin supports this. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and she's just staring and doing her paperwork slow. And the lady's like, "Come on, can we please just go through? We're, we're, it's right there. We can just get through." And the lady's like. Hold on. <laughs> and then she was like, his fight doesn't leave in 10 minutes. It boarded only five minutes ago. That means it leaves in 20 minutes. She goes, I know, but we have a long way to go. Please. And she's like, why am I arguing with you? Just look at his ID and his ticket and let us go. She was like, had a hard on for that Indian lady pushing me. That Indian lady, tiny, fucking worked up a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So what other examples have you seen where black females okay, the, that work at an oh, airport? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, anytime. <laughs> is this really going to be our closer? Pizza, pizza, pizza in Canada. Okay. Uh, don't have a problem because it's not them, especially if they're chubby. Chubby, black, airport, yeah. female. Now workers. we're going after the overweight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what in the fuck? Oh, it's like they look at you like, can I get this? And I go. <laughs> so you're yeah. maintaining that the overweight and white are speed demons when it comes to service? No, just not as bad. Oh, that's I'm bullshit. Not maintaining that. <laughs> so your problem is actually bad. with like poor people that have shitty jobs. Oh, they, perhaps they no, it is. They just don't want to be at their no, shitty jobs. The thin, the thin people, what? and the no, whiter well, okay, people, stop. And the people well, the thinner people don't have, have that fault. There, I'm not saying even all fat black ladies work at the airport are lazy. Yeah. But they're just general numbers. <laughs> what? If you see two people who can help you at the airport, maybe she your didn't. Odds go so far up of not getting the help in the timely manner you need. Maybe you she felt it. it was not her job to take responsibility for the fact that you were late as fuck for your flight. She was holding us all up just to punish the lady pushing. Okay, me. your inability to be on time is not her emergency. Newark has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't time. I waited so long for a wheelchair. Okay. I'm handicapped. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. It was her problem to not let you through. Yeah. I you're got in to a the front. I was in the front already. You're in a wheelchair and your flight lives in 20 minutes and she's still holding you she's up. She's like intentionally. That's at that point, you go, like, oh, okay, hold on one second. Let me, let me get my gloves on a second. Here, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Maybe that tiny in Indian while. lady makes is a racist. I, I'm sure she's wronged her before, but I'm like, hey, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> sitting there with your fucking guilty ass white skin? Yeah. <laughs> I, finally, I finally found out what uh, male privilege is. Okay. It's male not a pri- bad word. It doesn't mean that we're like, <laughs> it's have a perk. wronged anyone. It means we get a little perk. And here's where I got it in terms of this. My friend and I were coming back. We we're at some restaurant. She went to the bathroom. She goes, there's a line. Came back in. I'll go later. Then we went. She goes, I'm going to go. Then I was like, you know what? I have to go too. Crutched over there. I saw her waiting outside the bathroom. And the boys' room, wide open. Walked right in. Yeah. Male 
bathroom lines are not nearly as long as female bathroom lines. That is male privilege. There's actually a law that I believe cool. states if there are more than five women in line at a female restroom and no one in line at the male one, women can use the male restroom. Yeah, that's an unwritten law, too. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, they do it all the time. That's, that's female up. privilege. That's female privilege. Wait, we don't get to use theirs. They yeah, can they use can ours. use ours. That's sure. a female Absolutely. privilege. Yeah, It's yeah. not a bad word. It's just like this cool perk. Of happening to, yeah. to to be in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, every uh, every like gender and ethnicity has perks, and then they have there's drawbacks, yeah. obviously. But I yeah, think, the privilege thing makes it sound regal almost, where you're like, yeah. I was given this as a birthright, where and you're like, like, I've benefited so much from this. Where it's like, no, overall, we've benefited from this. I mean, white privilege is a regal birthright thing because it's just if you live in America, you there is white privilege, and you just by definition, have it better. I don't have to be scared of cops as black people. Yeah, yeah. There's like, a, there's, yes. Yeah, so like, I am generally. I that and I can't give it back. Yeah. I have a safer existence. Yeah. Yeah. But it's almost like we should relish it more. <laughs> it should be like, oh, guys, yeah. I don't have to be scared of cops. It's like, right. do you, like apologizing for a lottery ticket. Yeah, like I you didn't do it. I didn't do anything to get, put it into play and I cannot, I cannot change it. I think the problem is, I don't think it's that, it's, it's that, People discount its existence and we then should, paint paint uh, other groups of people as lazier we than, should dis- than white people. We should call it black disprivilege because then it's like they don't have to feel responsible for it. It's just like, oh, that sucks what's happening to you guys. I really yeah. am against they, it. Yeah, the term for that is racism. Yeah. 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 Not disprivilege. <laughs> but, but like I don't want to feel like I didn't do it. So why do I have to feel just because I have white skin that I should feel, you know, or being a male or being. Like yeah. I mean, they, people just whatever. want everyone to have a sensitivity towards it. You know, yeah. like, uh, you know, understand that. that there is. Yeah. White yeah. privilege. If I see a bunch of girls dancing in the fucking bathroom line. I'll be like, oh, man, that does suck. Yeah. I'm going right in. I'm just going to wash my hands, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to pee. Another female privilege thing is you can, if you're a girl, you can go to a bar without a purse and okay, not yeah. have to worry about you drinking. let in and drink for yeah, free. Yeah, you can do anything you want. Alimony is a female privilege. Yeah. But then that's Males based that on... occasional based on a thing that's no longer real. It's based on male privilege. I don't know if it's completely no longer real. It's almost all not real. If you have the ability as a woman now to get a job and be part of society just like anyone else, but then no, yeah, but most women while they're while no, they're while they're engaged while they're married don't stop working their jobs. So like, yeah, continue. Oh, doing that's your, that your, in that your, instance, alimony seems wrong. But yeah. like, usually the reason it was invented was like women who spent you know the prime yeah, working years of their lives not yeah. developing any skills was like, yo, you can't yeah. just throw cat. You know, and in also, the state of our economy, almost every household is a, is a two income household. I don't. Uh, do you, are you positive that the numbers it's gone back it up? Way up. Okay. I mean, the idea when I was little, no one's mom worked, and now everyone's mom works. Yeah. But also, you lived in a place where it was cheaper. Here, everyone's mom worked. Montgomery County was not that cheap. Yeah, Montgomery County is like a pretty affluent. Yeah. I mean, just like that part of the country. Los Angeles is way more expensive than places. You know, LA and DC have the same with the same. I thought you lived in Maryland. Yeah, but Montgomery County. I don't know what that is. It's yeah. the, it's the top five richest counties in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like where politicians live and parts oh, okay. of it. And, yeah. What, yeah. What's your, what, what did your dad do? Oh, no. We were just faking it. Oh. Like, like, we were like You were slums of Beverly be, Hills? Yeah, to be in that neighborhood. Right. We were like, you lived in the area where that was affordable within. Yeah, we had to have brisket. We had to have the, like be able to put the show on, but we put nothing away. And now they're all like, fuck, what are we going to do? We have no retirement. Huh. Yeah, whereas other, the people who belong there are like, yeah, we're fine. Right, we've always right. been fine. We always will be. My dad's still working. He's fucking way into his 70s. Right. But yeah, I mean, L.A. County, too, is so enormous that you can't, like... 
No, but still the median the median like household price and rent stuff is super high here. In for homes. No, yeah, no. for LA like count. I mean, there's so many parts of it where like we, even where we grew up. Like no, it, there are parts that are cheaper, but like if you look yeah. at the median price for rent and housing here, it's higher than lots of. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of the highest in the country. No, yeah, now, but yeah. when we were yeah. growing up, it was not. I think it was in relation to the rest of the country because the rest of the country was lower too. LA has always been an expensive place. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as bad as it's. It's particularly bad now. Yeah, now it's with top three. Most but even my friends live in Maryland housing. now too. Like their wives still work. Of course, you can't make you can't make ends meet without it. Yeah, you can't just right. lose half your income. Yeah, I mean our economy is so shitty. The idea that we're doing better is so ridiculous. No, we're not doing better. We're some doing people way, are doing better. Way worse. Yeah, no one had dual income. I mean, some people, but so few. Or the mom would contribute. But that's a part bit. of the idea behind alimony is that the reason the the male was able to. It's right because run his life so efficiently. Yeah, because the the wife was cooking. She was but raising now it's the like, kids. No, they so. both kick in for a nanny. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. Well, you don't the argument then though would be that's that female privilege. It's female when you don't need males a woman get who paid has more a job still. already breaks up with her husband mm-hmm. and now gets paid. That is female privilege. If yeah. they fight it, it's the same reason males fight against male privilege when it's levied against them. It, it, it seems shitty. It feels shitty when you're like, good, you get everything for free. Yeah, I didn't right. like it having. Doesn't feel good. I didn't enjoy giving money to someone in my divorce. Yeah. To someone, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel good. <laughs> right? Yeah, it did not. Feel, she didn't give up anything to be with you. No. So like, why would she get paid? If anything, like it's you should get back rent on the fucking back <laughs> rent plus interest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like penalties. You put her up. Yeah. It's not the way that works. I know, and that's what female privilege is. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one. No one likes to be privileged. It seems shitty. It's like ah, rich kids, parents. Well, the problem with all of it. Money. The problem with all of it uh, is is the notion that anyone is going to be willing to give up their give up power. Yeah. And that's just that's like that goes against human instinct. Right, exactly. People just don't do that. What do you guys want to start over? Everyone's equal. Let's so put all our can, money in a hat and everyone split it up evenly. You can point. Uh, you can point it out all you want, but no one's giving up power because that's willfully making your life harder, and no one wants to do that. Yeah. Well, it's a whole, yeah, the idea behind, yeah, the American dream. It's like is all that, those UCB people, like, yeah. you know, every, equal, they're all such liberals. I was like, oh, no, we're not going to pay people who work for us. Or also, like, you hear guys, you hear, money. like, white liberal comments complaining about, like, the lack of diversity in lineups. Like, all right, give up your spot. I know oh, yeah. you won't. You definitely won't. What You're not going to, like, call a female comic and then call the book and go, hey, this lineup's a little too white male. So I, I called. Give, yeah, no one's ever done that. So I called my uh, female point. black comedian friend and gave her my spot. Is that cool? They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Or, like, you need to replace me with a woman. Yeah, no one's doing that. Yeah. Or no be one. like, I won't perform unless you add a woman yeah. to the lineup. No, like, no, that they'll do, but that doesn't hurt themselves. Right. Because they're like, because I'm going to perform. Unless you actually pull out for it. Yeah, where's the practical application of people complaining about things where shit. they go like, these lineups are too male or too white. They never go like, well, who called in this week? Or like, they're like, oh, like yeah. who said they couldn't do it? Like, do you know the women who said like, no? That happens at the comedy store all the time where people will comment on a tweet or an Instagram photo of the lineup and go, one woman. And there's always someone that goes, actually three, one of them has a male name and the yeah. other one, you know, and also... But like, look at tomorrow when there's six. Yeah, there's also nine women that we called and they're busy shooting TV shows. I had my show. Four didn't leave avails. Yeah, my yeah. show, I had, th- I had two women and a black guy pull out real late. Yeah. And I know I'm going to take some abuse of, like, you don't book women. And I'll be like, you guys should really just look at the women I do book and celebrate them instead of looking to be angry. Right. Like, why not just say, look how awesome this girl can It's so easy to have, like liberal guilt and not do anything about it it makes you feel immediately better if what if to have liberal guilt uh-huh. yeah and not do anything about it because right. th- to actually take the, the step and do something wrong. then you're like 
Well, how much do I really feel that way to actually go make a difference? Like, did you put a Facebook post about Baltimore, or did you go down there? Yeah, yeah. It's like they just want to—they f- just want to be on record as on the right side of history. It's like you didn't do shit. You didn't do shit. Yeah. So that's, that's like an immediate comics. rush you get from doing that on social media because you feel mm-hmm. like you're a part of the conversation and then everyone knows that you feel that way. I'm t- Gun control. I said it. Nick Mullen said this. Yeah. He goes, when people go thoughts and prayers on a, on a Facebook or, or Twitter post, thoughts and prayers to so-and-so, you, you literally haven't done anything. If you're making a joke about it, at least someone might feel angry at you. Like you've, right. you've created something. Just thoughts and prayers. Go, oh, next thing. Like you don't even, it doesn't even come into your brain. Yeah, I noticed yeah, it's that, only for you. Yeah, you just get sucked into a group mentality. Like I, I noticed like a couple weeks ago, someone's show was coming out, and a bunch of people were tweeting about it. Like, watch this, so watch this, so uh-huh. watch this. So. And I was like, oh, I should do that too. And I was like, I'm not that good. Of I only barely know this person. Uh huh. Yeah. And I don't know the show. And they're not. And like, yeah. So we follow each other on Twitter. They aren't interested. They're not going to hire me. Right. I don't like. I'm only doing it because like, oh, is I've decided in my head maybe it's the right thing to do. I don't give a shit. If you don't really support the show or the person. No. Then fuck it. Then don't do that. Yeah. I don't know them. Who yeah, cares? I just will opt out of. Because uh, sometimes you're like, oh, I should say something about this, but you're like, I don't really care that much, and it doesn't make a difference. And it doesn't no, make a difference. no one's going to hold it against me. It feels shitty to me to say the thing that everyone else is saying. I feel like. I it feel, did feels feel a little bad. hacky. It yeah. feels fucking hacky. When I saw the response to Best Stelling's thing, uh, uh, and I'll support Best Stelling, but the response was so sickeningly obvious and, and equal. It was right. all the same. She's so talented, this shouldn't have happened to her. This show talented, this shouldn't have happened to her. I'm like, her talent has nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah. It just shouldn't have happened to her. It shouldn't happen to anyone. The fact yeah. that she's funny doesn't yeah. mean shit. Even the fact untalented that she's people. So brave. <laughs> yeah. It's the all, fact that yeah. she's nice or like, she's the nicest. That has nothing to do with it. And when the first article is bravely comes forward and everybody goes, she's so brave. It's like, can you see the direct line of where, the, where that word is in your mouth now? Yeah. It's, it's from the, art, the headline of the article you skimmed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It just yeah. it made me so angry, and you got to stop yourself. I'm like it's not bad; it's just a response. Yeah, and it's just it's just like I don't want to be part of that obvious. But yeah, her. I noticed that like her being nice. It's like that has nothing to fucking do with it. Nothing to do with it. She could have been a total cruel. asshole. She could have verbally baited him for hours, and still, it's not okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So those things, it just I just like I don't want to be involved in it. So I'd really rather like poke the bear, do something different. Yeah. Yeah, or or nothing, or keep your mouth shut. I lately, I I, uh, I don't have to go. Don't watch the show that everyone's tweeting about. I I'll say so. I, I like I noticed like lately. I, I don't know why, uh, or I know why, but I haven't been able to, like think of as many jokes and stuff or on or on Twitter especially. And I've just been like just saying less. And sometimes I'm like, I haven't said anything funny in a while. I'm like, yeah, but I'd rather say nothing. Say well, nothing. We'll get then, to the why though. Why did you sk- you skipped over the why? Oh, there's just a lot of uh, the, there's a lot of things in my life right now that are making me uh, sad. Dog. Oh right, okay. So my friend's dying. Oh yeah. yeah. And I just I'm not in a funny mood. I'm just not. Yeah. And so I just haven't thought of stuff. But like, and and also I just haven't. And but I've also noticed that in that thing on, especially on Twitter, because there's been a lot of debates and stuff, and whatever happened has been happening in the news. And I'm just like, I'm I'm re- there's something about saying nothing. It's actually really like sort of interesting, mm-hmm. and just not like I like I don't, I'm not really interested in saying anything or interacting right now with anyone who I don't already know yeah. who doesn't already kind of like me. Because There's also less to be gained from. There, there was a period of time where saying making yourself say something funny like I have to speak about this subject on Twitter. 
th- there was like a result. You got followers and attention. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that doesn't happen yeah. anymore. So but now my, there's less reason. Thing, though, as comics, it's like when there is a tsunami or there is a shooting or something, it's uh-huh. like, well, what we do is we make fun of things. Yeah. So like, it's almost like this is a big news story. We should all be having our own joke about it. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Whatever angle you want. Take a couple days if you want. If it's too dark. Right. It's like a children, a kindergarten being shot up. I get it. But like, here's your job. Make light of this. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. But now there's this new thing where people, for some reason, have decided to hold comedians responsible for, for the actual m- thing happening. For more than being just comedians. Yeah. When it's like, guys, we're fucking clowns. Yeah. And like, I'm not like, I'm. you know, it's easy to be like, hey, leave us alone. But like. If you follow, especially on Twitter, it's like you f- you picked to follow me. Well, no, that's the thing. Sometimes they don't follow. You. So it's like if Artie Lang said something, all his followers are like that's hilarious. They retweet it. Now that when you retweet it, shows up. Like if you retweet, if you say yeah. something, I retweet it. Now my followers don't know you. Yeah. And if they're just more like what who look, if I retweet. I'm a comedian. Yeah. If, if one of my my friends retweet, then it's suddenly it's three things down. They're like how dare you say this thing? Yeah. I mean, Who's I've muted asshole? in the last like month, or I've probably muted three people because they won't stop retweeting Kanye. <laughs> yeah, it's just like she's a so fucking hacky. Shut hacky, up, hacky. And also, like, yeah. I don't want, I don't follow him. Right? Please get him. Or I, you know, I turn off their retweets. I'm like, I can't. Like, I had to turn you off. Turn off their retweets. Yeah, you can turn off their retweets. Say, yeah. I only see your posts. Yeah, your, not your yeah. Retweets. Their I, retweets don't show up in your timeline. I but turned their off like do. Chuck D from Public Enemy follows me, <laughs> and yeah. I follow him because yeah. he's Chuck D. He also follows uh, like a hundred thousand people. Right. But like, I had to turn off his retweets because they were just a unending yeah and went on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and it was just like i can't do this i love you chuck t but i can't do this and the same thing if, if you retweet kanye into my time i'm like what are you doing please stop right. yeah but yeah, yeah it's become like it's it's almost like the mode of operation on twitter is all right an event happened everyone get in there you sort of should because uh, uh, something happened recently and I asked Benji like, have you heard anything good about it lately any good tweets like what were the best ones because I know he like keeps up on that yeah he sent me a couple I was like well those are pretty good I just like to see like that's how a tell thinks about on stage where it's like if something big is happening this might not go in your special but for the next couple weeks you better be entertaining yeah, it's the a crowd good exercise. That everyone's thinking about yeah. yeah it's the Olympics you might not have to keep this forever but like your yeah. job is to be topical yeah, yeah do a minute to a degree yeah, you do like a minute on it. It's also then, the best way to have a, an opener. You have a, a new opener all the right, time. Yeah. If you have a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, if you think I'm when I go on stage later, I'm not going to mention the Academy Awards. Like, of course I am. Yeah. It's stupid not to. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't it's hurt. A, it's literally just an exercise in writing jokes. Yeah. And then you're like, fine, it goes away, but then I'll just fucking write another one. It'll yeah. take like six hours, maybe. Something's happening all the time, every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. now you're going to record a special. The problem is, though, when you're not allowed to say something because you might get people offended and then you might lose some tangible or non-tangible thing, um, then you're not, you're not exploring yourself creatively. You're not yeah. like writing a tweet goes, and have everybody goes, Ari, that was awful. And we go, mm, all right, won't do that again. Yeah. Instead of like, they're making you not do it again. Yeah. That's when it's like really wrong for expression. Yeah, that I mean, that's that that goes back to the Mike Ward thing. That's like the scariest part of that is like, yeah, some new comic is like, I'm not going to do this joke. That's by the way, probably on the right side of it, but they're too scared. That yeah, they're not going, so now they don't grow. Oh, yeah, they never let themselves get there. That I hate. So, so now when, I have what? When do you record this special? That's not for a while, right? October 22nd. That's in Austin, a, at Cap City. That's going to be great. Yeah, I pushed it back. From, I was going to do it in June, but all this editing for the show. 
I did a couple months of really not working on my act. Yeah. So. When did the last one come out? Came out January of last year. Twenty, but you recorded it in October, so it'll be two years. Oh, that's good. I wanted to do a year, and then I fell back to a year and a half, and now it's. I'm. Up, my, I feel like my back is against the wall now, though. Like when they're like, just delay it for this thing. I'm like, no, it, no more delays. I am doing it in Edinburgh for 25 times, so I didn't want to do it oh, in that's June great. and not be able to use that time in in front of a UK audience. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. Come back, do like four more dates, and then record it. Four or five more dates. Yeah, two years isn't bad. It's not bad. I, like I mean, it falls look, short of the goal I set for myself. It's it's a good fall short. I'm still ahead of most people, but like when you set a goal, you, you want it to let, be a year. Let you feel the disappointment of not achieving it. So your goal meaning one a year. Yeah, I could justify like I've also put out a lot of stories, but 40 minutes of two, put out 80 minutes of stories. Uh-huh. So it's like I already have had sort of a special worth of material. Right. Um, those stories can be found on This Is Not Happening playlist on YouTube. <laughs> if you go, look, Kevin Christie has a story on there too. Yeah. It's quite good. And, um, but yeah, you gotta let yourself feel it. You can't just pretend like, ah, whatever, because of this. You failed. <laughs> yeah. You feel a failure. Yeah. yeah. I, li- I, I, uh, the, the, I th- there's a modern phenomenon where people won't admit they failed. Everything's like, you know what? I thank God for that. And like, I'm like, if that had, it's like, no, no, no. You failed. Yeah. yeah, that's the everyone, a, everyone gets a trophy no matter what. Yeah. Ph- like philosophy. Where I hate you're that like, shit. You're, pa- you're in a padded room your whole life. Don't ever feel anything bad. You're like, no, feel that you didn't do something. You hear you people do it when like, their show doesn't get picked up. They're like, well, the network. And you know what? It's actually kind of good because like we're, I'm going to, it's like, no, it's, it's not it's good. Not, it's, it is the opposite of what you wanted to happen. That's where yeah. I really started hating Bill Maher. I saw him his first day on HBO after he got canceled on ABC for mm-hmm. saying, and now, looking back now, I have no idea what he actually said. It's the, the, was, the terrorists aren't he, cowards. He the cowards that, are the ones. You know. He said they are. Our troops are cowards. No, How he said he the terrorists that? are actually more courageous because they're willing to die. Yeah, I and mean, he justified it in his comedy act of yeah. like, well, they're out there actually fighting and dying. We're using drones. So I'm like, who's who's more cowardly? Someone yeah. who actually has a gun and going somewhere or somebody who's controlling a game? Sh- like a we didn't like say, he just said, say what you will, but what they're doing wasn't cowardly. Right. He's just saying like, what's cowardly is shooting said, missiles from, you, you know. said they're cowards. <laughs> yeah, and then they just fucking everyone lost their mind. Spins out of control. Yeah. This is what the Fountainhead talks about. You cannot fight against senselessness. Yeah. You can fight against anything else, but senselessness, there's no there's no way to quell it. So my yeah. thing is you just pull back and don't mention it, but like let it burn out. But like um so whatever. Got canceled, he left. HBO said we want to do your show. And he starts on HBO, he does his first monologue, and he goes, This is a fucking and he goes, and that's fucking that's why I'm here. That's why I wanted to be an HBO, so I could use words like this. And I want I was like, Wait, Wait nope. you were thrown off ABC. You don't want yeah. to be here. Yeah, you would have gladly stayed there for twenty years. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're a fucking faker. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done with you. <laughs> Yeah. And then when I saw I did that show in the main room, there was a big line getting into the main room. I just remember walking past from my old apartment, just mm-hmm. going like, he's irreverent. He's so irreverent. <laughs> Don't you love how irreverent he is? <laughs> People were like, what's your problem? <laughs> I, I, I didn't like that one time I saw him on HBO. <laughs> That's my only problem. Or they were the people that couldn't see your argument. And they were probably just like, yeah, yeah, That's why we're in line. Remember Ellen DeGeneres did a special and there was a moment in it I really liked because she was like, do you ever just sit and like notice the silence? And she goes, do you have that kind of time? She goes, I do, because for a minute there. And she was like referencing the fact that her show got canceled. Yeah. And she had fucking nothing to do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you your show got canceled and you got fired. You had nothing to do for a little while. For a while. For a while. Yeah. A while. Yeah. 
It's like, why not just, there's there's just as much power in acknowledging that. Like, whew, that was bad, right? Yeah, talk about your fault. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, how do you get better? But I hate that. Like, no, it's actually good that, it's, that NBC didn't pick it up because uh, we're thinking of doing it on our own. When people go, yeah, we're just going to take it online and that's going to be way better. No, it's not. No, it's definitely well, not. Yeah, they just skipped over the part where they didn't do the job or whatever. But because the, there even, is good even when with Joey Tribbiani got booked some sitcom the year before <laughs> he booked, booked Friends. <laughs> Let him finish. And it didn't. It got shot up. Didn't get picked up. And he had, I think he had like just enough time left in pilot season to book Friends uh-huh. when they didn't pick it up. Something like that. Yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, it was a good thing. You weren't like hoping for it to not get picked up." Yeah. I remember. I went out for a commercial for HP. Yeah. The, HPV? H, no, HP, the servers, the oh. computer company. And, the server uh, companies that give you cancer if you leave them untreated? I don't know. Yeah. And so you did. So I go, <laughs> yes. So I go out for that commercial, and I almost got a job. There was going to be like drawings in the commercial. I almost got that job, too. I didn't get either job, yeah. but I didn't get a job acting in the HP commercial. If I had gotten that job, I wouldn't have gotten the IBM commercial. Mm. So we wouldn't be sitting in, in this, this home. Yeah. And I was and I thought about it, I was like, oh thank God I didn't get that fucking job. But I didn't know that at the time. I was bummed. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. People shouldn't relish it. Pretend like they're happy about it. It's there. It's refusing to admit. It's that like always it. being positive bullshit. But to me, it's just fake. If you never acknowledge it in the right way, be like, you don't sucks, actually get over it. But you know what? I'll come back stronger than ever, but this ain't good. I don't, if you don't acknowledge failure in the right way, you don't actually get over it. So it still bothers you. Well, you no, you be, also like, don't learn strong. anything from it. Yeah. You just like hope the next thing turns out well and you go, well, that's why it happened. You're like, no, it's you not. You hear people all the time. They're like, oh, dude, the pilot didn't pick up. It was a great pilot. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely wasn't. TV, you can say what you want about networks. They're not in the business of not buying things that are be- are good. No, they don't want to buy good. They want to buy successful. But but they'd like oh, to have right, both. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't they don't read a great pilot and go, God, it's too good. Yeah. They may be like, I don't know how to sell it. They're like, we can make it worse. I remember <laughs> sure, Janine Garofalo had a really good pilot once. For ABC, it was really, really good. I remember being like, this is very good. for it, yeah. But it was at the exact same time she was talking a shit ton of stuff about the Iraq war, yeah. and it was in the media, and everyone was pissed at her, and ABC was like, this is too much trouble. Wow. That's what my friends are telling my, my, my employees, representations. They're always telling me that. Like, Ari, you're not big enough to speak your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say to that? I'm like I don't really. I'm, I only need to be as big as like if I can get ten percent of people in the audience to watch me, then I'm. I'm that's my. That's all I need. <laughs> so that all this also other stuff what, is bonus. What they don't realize is the way media works now. Everything disappears. Everything disappears. Everything no one talks about disappears. Writer stealing anymore. Nope. Yeah, it's gone. With there are like, like few, very few people that are still in showbiz jail. Mel I, Gibson, I, Michael Richards. Uh-huh. He's not. He was on. No one even. Last. No, I don't think anyone cares about Mel Gibson anymore. Nope. No and, one cares. Michael Richards is almost done too. He's just like it's a, it's a joke about him, but he's on that TV Land show. Yeah. Oh, he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Michael, oh, yeah. You're right. I forgot. You yeah, can it's do done. It's done. unless you're that guy that the pharmaceutical guy who oh, just yeah. refuses to stop being an asshole. Just keeps doubling If down. you repent and you go away for a while, people forget. Just go yeah. away for a little. But while. if you just keep being a piece of shit, then yeah. they're gonna keep hating you until yeah. you just go away. And they'll until forget yeah. about you. Yeah. That, that pharmaceutical guy, he can come back in a year and people will forget his name. Oh, yeah. Imagine how long. I've seen it three or four times in my career where I've seen comments like, that's it for this guy's career. That's right. done now. And I, by the third or fourth time, I'm like, oh, no, I've already heard this. Yeah. You just won't. You're only hearing about me right now. Uh-huh. You'll forget about me in a week. 
And you won't know. You'll probably even see me on TV one day. Be like, oh, this guy's really funny. I've never heard the of him. The beauty of being an, saying stuff that's offensive now in society is everyone's such a fucking narcissist. Yeah, they make it about them, and then they're so busy thinking about themselves, they forget what they were going to be. And they never met. They never meant it to begin with. They were never that upset. And yeah. then there's always the next guy. Yeah, there's always you can do something where that's like, man, this one's going to stick. It was really shitty. And then the pharmaceutical yeah. guy does something bad, yeah. and everyone's forgotten Everyone about the previous about four. It. Then there'll be another person that'll make everyone forget about the pharmaceutical. I, I guy. I saw this thing with Renazisi and somebody on Twitter, on Facebook. It was like trying to like say it's not that big a deal at all. Like literally nothing happened to anyone because of this. Yeah, but people look at it as like I need a reason why someone's famous. I'm like, well, here it is. I guess why I'm not famous and he is. But anyway, I wrote that something on Facebook, and somebody's like. Oh, he didn't do anything? He stole people's courage and valor. <laughs> <laughs> it was some comic. Stole. And it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, I was like, man, what we're a reaching. Fucking he idiot. He stole someone's valor? <laughs> what? what? He didn't say fucking... he rescued anyone. He said he ran cowardly from a building that's further downtown than the building oh, he did run man. cowardly from. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, man, you were really into this argument, huh? I saw my friend Max the other day, and when, when Steve's thing came out, he called me. And it was just one of those things that was like, we weren't mad at him. We just thought it was weird. Yeah. It was just so weird. And my friend just kept going on the phone, just kept going, I mean, Kevin, come on. Like, he just was like, what the fuck? Yeah. He couldn't get over how weird it was. <laughs> like, so weird. <laughs> Legion of Skanks did this fun thing where they started talking about all the lies they've told mm-hmm. and they actually got into a fight with each other. I'm like, what? Like, somebody <laughs> yeah. revealed something. <laughs> yeah. When you think about the shit that's like you've done and lied about, sometimes you're like, oh, I buried that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> and you literally forget or you've convinced yourself like it never happened. Yeah, when people say, I couldn't live with myself if I did this thing, it's like, well, then how does everyone else in history live yeah, with you it? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know who never turns themselves in? Murderers when they're not about to be caught, <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they, get, they like, all live with it. Can you yeah. imagine and they're doing the most reprehensible shit in the world. Yeah. There are murderers who die free, and they must be like, "Holy shit, I got away with it!" Like yeah. the last thing they're like, "Man, I definitely got away with murder." I guess I lived with it. Yeah, for, yeah, for seventy years. Yeah, yeah. If you get away with it and you're a murderer, that's your gravestone should say, "I lived with it." I lived with that's it. That's your epitaph. That's the forget, one you nice thing you should. That's your one, confession, basically. Yeah, the one thing you should do if you murder someone and you know you're going to get away with it is you then you confess with the letter, so the people at least know. So they yeah, stop you confess looking. on the gravestone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the the local police force stops wasting resources trying to find that murderer. Right. Right. That's the nice thing to do as a murderer. Yeah. If I was OJ, I'd go to them like, okay, so I did do it. Yeah. On his deathbed, he's like, killed the shit out of that lady. Oh my yeah. god, I killed them Once all. You can, if you get the double jeopardy thing where you like you can't be tried again, then you should let them know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should be like, oh, innocent. Like, thank you. By the way, everybody, I definitely did do it. Yeah. For uh, sure did it. Yeah. Uh, but America. <laughs> but America. I wonder if OJ admitted it. That show it. is so bad. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, really? It is like. I know the guy who wrote it. I mean, they got so many giant stars. And it sucks. The writing's terrible. <laughs> the <laughs> writing's terrible. The That's a slap in Kevin's face. It's over right. the top. It's so obvious. You get Schwimmer, who's playing the whatever, who's the Kardashian's father, yeah. going to these kids who have nothing to do with the story, going, guys, OJ doesn't want fame. Fame is nothing. You shouldn't want fame. Do you oh, understand God. me, Kim? Kim Kardashian, they my really daughter. They really do that in the fame. show? They don't no. say Kim Kardashian, my, my, my daughter, but the rest of it is. And you see Kim Kardashian looking away. Oh, like, that's is? stupid. It's so yeah, obvious and dumb. Johnny Cochran. Boo. So they're talking to OJ about Johnny Cochran getting represented, representing him because like we're going to make this about race. 
But they don't even say that. Like, we'd like to bring somebody on. He goes, who? We go, Johnny Cochran. He goes, no, we're not making this about race. As if he knew who Johnny Cochran was. <laughs> Some failing lawyer they're painting him yeah. in Boston or something. Yeah. So anyway, shows Cochran. <laughs> He's in his office late night. Uh, John, uh, Mr. Cochran, you have a phone call? Oh, cool. Who is it? It's like, it's O.J. Simpson. It's like, okay. He goes over. He's like, this is the moment. Because they already had the scene before in the jail. Yeah. So he gets this call. He's like, ah, oh, this is O.J. And uh, I want you to represent me. And he goes, okay, you know, I'd love to. He's like, and uh, just so you know, I'll stab the shit out of her. Ha, 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 this is a crank call. It was something like that. And then he hangs up. I'm like, who's crank calling a lawyer who's not involved with the case? <laughs> right. This yeah. is just, until he got hired, he has no relation to the OJ. So who would crank call him? Tell your friend that either the network did something <laughs> to him or yeah. he's got, he's, we're not close. We're not close. You're not close. That's We're acquainted. Good. He doesn't know me now. That's ridiculous. He gets cashed in. But you know me. who I don't. Who, who I'm not a fan of best. right now. Cuba Gooding ratting out Tom Cruise's plastic surgery on ESPN. What do you mean? He they're interviewing him and they're like, "Do you think Tom Cruise had work done?" And Cuba was like, "Oh hell yeah, he's definitely had work done." He goes, "I showed up to his house. There was all these weird dots on his face." And I was like, "Look, obviously Tom Cruise stopped returning your texts, Cuba, and you're yeah. a little mad. Yeah. And so now you're going to rat him out in the media. That's shitty. Is that shitty. what happened?" That's what my guess is. I mean, if Tom Cruise wasn't saying I had plastic surgery. Right. Yeah. Why else would you just volunteer that you, Cuba Gooding Jr., the non-medical professional, have decided Tom Cruise had work done? I'm trying to put those stories in, like, normal terms. Like, if somebody asked me, like, uh, you know, just Kevin Christie, or ask you, does R.U.'s, like, Rogaine. Right. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I see. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we've talked about propecia at length. Yeah. Right. But like that seems it doesn't seem like I don't like, like I have Tom Cruise I now and then would you be mad at it? No, I'd be like, yeah, I do. <laughs> right. I don't know if it's an age I'm not hiding thing. That. What? I don't know if it's an age thing, but I believe almost nothing I read in the media anymore. Nothing. They I'm just lie like about I don't know who you are, who's writing this. I don't know why you're writing it. I don't know anything There's about been too this. There's so many untruths. Yeah. That you find out later are just like wrong. How does like, I walk by at the I was at the market. I walk by like us and okay. I don't understand how they're allowed to just write that shit. Oh, you mean that no. media? No, 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 no. But that's but still, that's like that's just entertainment. That's not. I know, like but how is it allowed journalism? to just make up facts like that? What do they make up? They were like, uh, "There's one right now. It just says that Kim and Kanye, or, uh, Kanye and Kim are getting divorced." Right. Yeah. There's always yeah. Whatever celebrity couple, it's always like a cycle of. Say, like, it says Ka- Kim says Kanye to Kanye, "You need therapy." God, there's no way you know that. Yeah, how can yeah. anyone? Well, yeah, if you've ever read those articles, there's always like a, it's always a close friend or unnamed source, yeah. friend of the publication. It's so never actually sue for saying that's wrong. Yeah, no one can because it's considered like entertainment, not real yeah. journalism. I just even in regular media, I just don't buy any of it. Anymore. I don't buy it, any of it too. When they made uh, that Benghazi thing about something else, they're like history, uh, the whatever, this anniversary of nine eleven. That's why they're doing this, and then you find out later, it's like. It's way different. It wasn't a terrorist attack. It wasn't like a thing they planned. It was just like a... Yeah. I even forget what the story was, but they gave us just complete wrong. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Yeah, when you... I mean... You can't trust them at all. No. No. Because every... It's all... You can trust the internet, but then the internet you can't trust either. Oh, God. You can't trust the... Every time I'm on Facebook, I go, that's a weird headline. Then I look at the website it's attached to. It's cn.n.truth.org.america. And you're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be you could trust CNN, ABC, but you can't even trust them anymore. No. No, I don't think you ever were able to trust them. They're covering it the way they want. (laughs) And they're leading you... Like, when you hear MSNBC or Fox News... They will do this thing where they'll go, 
We can cover some anti-war, even though we're pro-war. We can cover some anti-war stories, but at a rate of two to one pro-war versus anti-war. So if you watch that network for a month, you will have no, your brain will become pro-war. Yeah. So they're not lying at all. They're forcing you to believe a certain way. So then you're like, I, I'm not going to intentionally jump into a brainwashing situation. And they situation. dictate yeah, they the ratio. Feed, yeah, yeah they, they f- dictate the ratio. They yeah. feed you the information that you need to hear. Fair and balance is not. It's just like we're going to make And it's you the think same this. on the other side. MSNBC, uh-huh. Absolutely. Is f- MSNBC is just as painted in one side. It's just the opposite ratio. That's yeah. what I bothered. I used to watch MSNBC all the time. I probably watched it for the better part of a decade. I yeah. haven't watched it in maybe three years. Because it was like... Its sole existence was just to react to Fox. Uh-huh. It was like there weren't. It was like they weren't in charge of their own content. They're like, well, Fox did this, so let's be the polar opposite, and we'll get the people that hate Fox. Yeah, right. it's like, well, that's not being fucking. Yeah, that's not being a journalist. They're a company. Yeah, they're not covering. Source. Yeah, they're not. None of them are covering information. That's like comics that decided to be the anti Dane Cook. You're like, I don't care about you. Yeah, yeah. It used to be, the only thing that a news source could bank on was their relation to truth. Yeah, and they're like, you can't buy us because we make more money off everyone knowing that we will give you a hundred percent the truth in a fair and balanced way. Yeah, but then they go, actually, we can make more money uh, just selling out to companies. It's like there's a place Here where there. there's a place where I used to like to buy watches, and I, I was talking to the guy once, and he was like, he told me but he had this one watch, and I go, that one looks cheap. He goes, well, it sh- it was a watch that should have been like forty grand. And he goes. I'm not exactly positive the dial wasn't refinished. It looks like it wasn't, but I'm not 100% positive. I'm taking a bath on it for 10 grand. But if someone was to buy it and find out it's not right, I'm fucked. Uh. He goes, it's literally not worth it to me. Because then no, is, then no one wants to buy from me, and that'll cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Business is done. Yeah, and that's how it used to be, where it was like, at one point, Walter Cronkite was the second most trusted man in America. But, yeah, but here's the thing now. So... They no longer represent 100% the truth, but we still go to them for yeah. the truth. So we're this in-between level of like, we, we sort of know they're not, but then when they're like, oh, ABC, that means it's real. And you're like, you just don't tell yourself. You kind of hope. It's not real. Well, most people it don't even be. go into it wondering if it's real or right. not or truthful or not. They just go, I got to get my information about what's I happening. I have this argument with my mom sometimes. About the world. And, and, and she's like, I'm way more like revolutionary than she is. She's just like, everything's fine. And I was like, I asked her once, like, what do you think of Edward Snowden? She goes, I think he's a traitor. I think he put us all in danger. I'm like, how? She's like, will you reveal these secrets? Like, they, they're just spying on everybody. And I was like, don't you want to know that? She goes, I already thought they kind of were. And I was like, well, then what's the problem? They, they, he confirmed what you already thought? Yeah. And she's like, well, he put people in danger. I'm like, who? who where are you getting this from? And I'm yeah. like, you know, the, America, we just start arguing more and more. She goes, you know, America just arrest people and never try them now. And she goes, no, Ari, we have in our constitution uh, the right to a fair and speedy trial. I'm like, I know, but if they just say terrorists now, they can never try you. She goes, well, I never heard that. I'm like, let me do a quick, while I'm on the phone with you, let me Google this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, I found something. I'm sending it to you right now. Did you find that thing that, what, what was the thing Obama phone? signed no. last year? <laughs> Yeah, the NDAA or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. that like thing is arrest. fucking goes, crazy. Why haven't I heard about this? I'm like, yeah, mom, why haven't you heard yeah. about something that goes against one of the basic things of America, right to a fair and speedy they trial? They can force you to work for the government and not pay you. If it's if the if it's during what they have decided is like a I mean, also and we try to get the NDAA thing quelled. Everyone found out about it. They protested. Obama's like, we're going to, no, we cannot let that happen. 
waited three months, attached to another bill, right back. Yeah, in. that no one ever reads. Yeah, yeah, they'll be like, you'll forget one of these times. You won't and have this, a big uprising. The same about constitution it. that she's like when a lot and a lot of people do it. They go like, well, the constitution says this, and it's like you're counting on the same government that's spying on you to uphold the constitution. Right. Yeah. They're breaking the law. That's my problem. With and all then the- you expect them to uphold it. In other ways or the same way? My whole that's my whole problem with people that are so horny for Bernie Sanders. Like he's a revolutionary. Like the dude has been in this government yeah. forever. He also was like, it ain't gonna change with me, just so you guys know. And what now he's a genius? He wasn't a genius this entire time? What fucking took him so long? Well he was busy baking Vermont fucking really cool to live in. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I mean, he doing. has a great track record and all yeah. the stuff. And Vermont his, was one of know. the first ones against, like, the pollution shit, and they, they were, yeah. like, really up there. But, yeah, nothing will change. I mean, he's got to get through a fucking Congress, lobbyists, corporations. With Obama, nothing. we all believed it was the time, and then it was like, oh, right. I mean, gay marriage is legal, but Obama wasn't doing that. That just, yeah. that just represents the overwhelming support of Americans, where yeah. all these politicians are like, I support gay marriage. Like, you didn't seven years ago, yeah. when guess what? Neither did America. Right. And now that they do, so do you. Yeah, you're being a politician about it. The only bright side is that people are so fed up that they're actually supporting a guy like Bernie Sanders. That's the silver lining. His function is great that he pushes Hillary to the left. Because like for 10, 20, however many years, people were just like, that guy's crazy. America's fine. But now they're like, America isn't. And that guy's making sense. Making sense. Yes, I don't really know what he says. I just know he's the only one talking about. I really, I'm still not going to vote. He's the only one talking about issues that I think actually do affect on a day-to-day level the people we know, the people we come in yeah. contact with. I don't know anyone who's been affected by ISIS. Right. And people might be, yeah, it's because we have such a great defense system. But it's like, at this point, honestly, you know what people do get affected by? Mortgage rates. You know, actual things that like will yeah. affect our lives to the point where college debt, college debt, sure, yeah. credit card debt, Healthcare insurance, stuff. credit card debt, yeah. three times more than next, yeah. next, com- next uh, nation in insurance, and we get the seventeenth best coverage. Yeah, that I just hurt my leg, and I paid eleven hundred dollars so far, and I have insurance. Yeah, right. So it's like, what if something bad happens? Then I'm paying out my ass. Yeah. How um, much more are you gonna owe once I kick you in the leg after this podcast is over? Probably more. Okay. It depends on the deductibles. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, to the point where I think if we had an attack on American soil every single year, we should still ignore it. We'd still be better off ignoring terrorism. Just right. letting that happen and our lives will overall be better if we take care of our day-to-day shit. Right. You're saying this, this, what we're sacrificing in freedoms isn't worth it. Isn't worth it. Yeah. If, if we were all a little bit better off financially, economically... If we were better, like more together, if we s- figured out this fucking problem with cops shooting people all the time, mm-hmm. just like actual shit that we can can make our lives better, yeah. it's worth losing 200 people once a year. Right. But you don't even lose that. I mean, we don't. You don't. There's you don't no threat. We still have, a, we still have a, a defense system. We yeah, have no, we're not ever threatened, yeah. really, by that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the people we're losing now, are it's, it's in-house. We will. We'll have another thing here or there, but I just don't think it's worth everyone's suffering a bunch for it. Right. Like, when does these people ask, like, what's the problem with TSA? It's like, if you don't have anything to hide, what's the problem? It's like, well, you miss a flight here or there. Or like, when is they grabbed his, like, laptop and they were, like, doing the wand thing and they dropped it on the floor and cracked the screen. And no now way. he's got to go. So there's no way for him to get that paid for. So it's like, what's it doing? It's like, for a company that's not stopping us from getting terrorized, if I the now TSA have a broken was, monitor for if it. If the TSA was good at Finding anything, yeah, yeah. Then you might might be worth it, but then it's like, ugh. yeah. 
I don't know. This got sidetracked. Yeah. Kevin we didn't probably have to leave. I have to leave pretty soon. Where are you going? You're going on a plane? Show in Santa Monica. Oh, okay. Yeah, Neil's show. Yeah. Um, yeah, this got pretty serious. Sort of stupid. This is not happening. Thing. Comedy yeah. Central. <laughs> Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Tuesday night at 1230. 12.30 a.m. Um, and then what What else? Road gigs? Anything else you want to? When is it coming out? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. This Tuesday. What is that, tomorrow? That's today after tomorrow. Sunday. Today's Sunday. Oh, I'll be you in drug-addled mess. <laughs> I'll be in Indianapolis uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm doing one show in Columbus uh, on Sunday. Funny Bone, the new Funny Bone. They have uh, a new one in Columbus? Moved they moved it. Oh, out of that outdoor mall? Outdoor mall. Yeah, the big, like... Indoor mall. The No, in Columbus? Yeah. The Funny Bone? It's like in that big little fake town thing. This is the best part of this episode. Like four years ago or something? Yeah, they moved it. Oh, okay. They don't have any outdoor malls in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, it's kind of like... It feel, I mean, it feels like a, like a really big Grove or Americana. Oh. That's where it was. I don't love the Grove. But, I mean, the club is indoors. I'm not saying yeah. the club. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, anyway. I was talking about the outside entrance. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that... Okay, so Columbus. And I'll be in Irvine. People are probably you have fans from Irvine, so I'll be there on March twenty fourth. Okay, with Daniel Schneider and Jerron Horton. That's a good club now, Irvine. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cool. It's enormous. You can find information at arithegreat dot com, where you can find information about my podcasts and. uh... (laughs) 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 And that's you just trail off. (laughs) Leave it there. All right, thanks, dude. Thank you.